Ladies and gentlemen, ever given, more like ever stuck, am I right? For this is a Fred Dealing Productions podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one got that reference? Nope. Oh. Evan Peters. Mike. My... <laughs> I get that. Did you do a boner? <laughs> uh, I may have. <laughs> But, you know, I'm sure there are people listening that got the reference I just made, but that's fine. I'm okay with it. That's all right. That's what we do. We that's... do the 5% jokes. We're only <laughs> 5% of our audience. Like, he gets it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, my gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello, we're gonna have Loud noises! Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hello. 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 Uh, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And I don't wanna do your dirty work. Do, 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 do. What? <laughs> oh, wow. No one knows Steely Dan. Oh, I know Steely Dan. I don't know. I don't know that song. Okay. <laughs> I'll explain oh, later. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, not now. Okay. Nah, nah. I'm sure it was in a particular trailer. Maybe. Uh, yeah. mm, spoilers. <laughs> for, for future podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, uh, you're now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes. Yep. Welcome. As as it is. As it is. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> um, enough said. Another, another week. Enough. Enough said. Yep. And that's a wrap. <laughs> we have spoken. We have spoken. <laughs> we have spoken. Uh, yes. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Another week. Lots of things to discuss coming up on the show mm-hmm. but first off i want to know how full his week was ah oh, so my week um i finally finally finished off Shit's creek <gasps> yes you did <laughs> and i was there uh, yeah you... you got to watch the last few episodes oh with me oh my gosh emotional roller coaster but with fun yes <laughs> hilarity there was Yes, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm so glad I watched it now. Yeah. Um, from start to finish, and definitely, definitely award winning, deserved. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> award deserved for sure. Yes. I uh, absolutely loved it. So now I just want to go back and watch the, um, what is it like the, the documentary? The documentary, yeah, About yeah. The yeah. making of the last season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like got interviews with the cast and stuff mm, and mm. you get to see their audition tapes and yeah everything. so that'd be it's really very cool, cool. that'd yeah. be really fun uh to watch so i'll definitely go and watch that at some point good uh i also watched uh flubber with my discord family flubber. <laughs> flubber. yeah flubber. Spe- and, and speaking of things that are funny that also make you cry oh my god flubber. i know i but- know Weebo man. Weebo. Every time, I cry so much. I love that little thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, like if yes. you cry every time. 
<laughs> in the comments. Yes. Like if you cry. Yes. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Press F to pay respect. <laughs> F's in the chat. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. And uh, yeah, that was that was fun to revisit Flubber. Had it's been a long time since I last watched it, and I'm glad I rewatched it. Oh good. Um, and then I discovered that it was actually based off a older classic Disney movie about the professor yes, who made Flubber. That is true. Is. <laughs> Which I am now curious about and I want to watch. Yeah. I wonder if it's on Disney Plus. It is. It is. It is. That's how I discovered it. Because yeah. <laughs> oh. you know how once the movie kind of gets to the credits oh, yeah. and it gives you a recommended recommendation, recommended movie or TV yes. series to watch, that was the thing that popped up. Ah, cool. Um, nice. It's a black and white. Yes. Um, yes and yeah, I was looking at it and I'm like, Oh, so that's where it's another. It, so Flubber, the one with Robin Williams, is a reboot. Yeah, yeah, a reboot or a remake, reimagining. Yeah, pretty thing, much. Which he almost didn't do. Oh, um, yeah. I, I don't know, Mike, if you know this, but yeah, um, I'm remembering it because I, when I did a Robin Williams video for Collectible Chaos a couple of years ago, I um found out that yeah he wasn't gonna do Flubber, but they only wanted him. For Flubber, they weren't even going to make it, I don't think, without him. But oh, okay. there were there were issues with with Robin um, and Disney post Aladdin mm. um, that conflicts were happening, and I can't remember what what it was over. But um, so yeah, Robin didn't want to work with Disney again, and then they worked their shit out, and he was in Flubber. So yeah, cool. Yeah, fair enough. Yes, that's the the, the very. Um, Cliff Notes version of that that story. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't remember the details. I'm like, ah, oh, do I remember this? No, I don't remember it fully. I but that's think, basically what happened. I think it was something to do with um, he didn't want uh, his voice like being a um, uh, a reason why people should go and see Aladdin. Uh, so he didn't want to be in like the um, the uh, advertising sort of marketing sort sort of thing. It, it, he wanted to do it through his own merits because he really he, yeah. he really enjoyed like uh, voiceover uh, voiceover artists like Mel Blanc and all that it's like well people know people way back when people didn't really know it was done by one guy they were just enthralled by the characters as as well as that and he he wanted to do it uh, for people to be surprised that uh, it could could be um, Robin Williams but they decided no he's more of a cash cow so they did did some sort of dirty stuff against that, and he just got pissed off, and then then yeah, yeah, he he decided not to do anything with with them for for a while. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, what else was I have to? Oh yeah, and the last thing that I'll probably mention um, for my week is uh, I bought a Wacom tablet. Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. I decided that I wanted to start learning how to do digital art and just drawing mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on the computer and just sort of get used to that sort of thing because, my goodness, drawing while not looking at your drawing is a weird feeling. Because <laughs> <laughs> the tablet is a drawing tablet without the screen. So you're pretty much drawing where, like, where you would normally. Okay. But the detail comes up on your screen. Right. So you're looking at your screen while you're drawing. And that's it's very hard to get used to. Yeah. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. Um, so I'm slowly doing all right with it. Uh, I did do a couple of pieces <clears throat> um, just to start off with. Um, something as you know simple as a wilted rose. 
and with a little bee. Um, and then another one was seeing whether I could do something more pop culture related. So I mm. ended up drawing um, Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom. Oh. And it's just his big round head with his giant smile and eyes. Everything but the smile looks good. <laughs> oh, no. So he's one defining characteristic. Yeah, exactly. The one oh, thing that makes him him is his mouth. And I had a hard time drawing it because I was doing it freehand. And I was like, oh, this is so hard. It's okay. But Practice I, makes perfect. I did the best that I could with it. And yep. it turned out all right. Um, obviously not with the straightest of lines, though. <laughs> it's fine. But it's all good. It's, it's, uh, all good. it's all about the practice. And that's what I want to keep doing. Um, and that's why I bought it. Because I wanted to create more... Um, and this has now become another hobby to add to my list of other hobbies, right. <laughs> right. Uh, along with, uh, creating, you know, my little cross stitch stuff. So I also finished off the little cross stitch Koro Sensei key tag or yes. key ring that yes. I made, yes. um, nice. uh, which I posted mm-hmm. on my Facebook. Yes. Um, and I believe is on my Instagram too. And yes, yeah, so been having a lot of creative fun. This is the main thing. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much been my week. Great. Yeah. How about you, Michael? Well, me, uh, nothing much. Uh, I finally got to go to the movies in a long, long time. So Yay. sitting in the movies and watching a big blockbuster is absolutely fantastic. It was fun. I felt like an old man because I thought, is this too loud? I think this is too loud. I'm probably going to have to ask the manager to turn it down or something. <laughs> it's very... And, and what a movie to go see is uh, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, so it was extra loud. <laughs> so I had, had to make sure my ears actually got used to that. And I watched that movie, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, it does have its faults, but it's a great popcorn flick. So I would recommend it if you really enjoy that uh, sort of uh, movie with... Um, giant bohemoths just beating the living piss out of each other which is fun and i won't spoil it even though it was sort <laughs> of already spoiled it spoiled by Fun uh funko pops so yeah whatever oh did they released some spoilery uh, pop vinyls yeah someone turns up as, as like <laughs> yeah that's what Funko tend to do nowadays. They tend to, before the movie's even out, once the trailer's been released, they bring out the 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 the, uh, the pop vinyl for it. And you're like, but hold on, we haven't seen anything about that. What's going on? Unless, <laughs> unless it's a Marvel thing, because I got during the week my uh, WandaVision pop vinyl, and it's a spoiler uh, pop that they didn't release or announce or show anywhere. Until oh. after the finale, it did. Oh, but that's okay. mostly well, because that Marvel Studio have snipers that work for them, and they will take. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> like what we've been seeing with um, Spider-Man: No uh, No Way Home. That have been seeing a lot, yes. lot of stuff. Of is Andrew Garfield going to be there? We don't know. Oh, this thing came out. Oh my God! It's pretty much confirms it, and then it got completely wiped from the face of the internet. So. Yeah. It was like a picture of Andrew Garfield's um stunt double. He's like, What? Oh shit. What okay. are you doing there? What are you doing? And why did you ta- tag uh, why did you tag uh, uh, Tom Holland's uh stunt double? Hmm, fishy, fishy, <laughs> fishy, fishy. fishy. 
for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so toys always ruin it. Except for baby, baby, um, uh, baby Yoda. Like, no one knew that was coming out. And then we didn't get, like, a mm. proper toy until a year later, which I think yeah. should happen. Because countless times, toys just ruin it. Just fucking ruin it. They do. It. And especially, not to keep going off topic, but um, Lego. Um, oh, Lego the, too, yeah. Their stuff, their stuff of huge spoilers. Like, I remember, like, um, <clears throat> images of uh, certain sets from, like, Infinity War and Endgame were getting released early. Um like their Lego like counterparts, um, uh. and they were spoiling certain elements of the movies, um, and that's how we knew. I'm pretty sure if I rem- remember one for Civil War, that's how we knew we were going to get Giant Man, is because there was a um, reference to him on one of their toys. So yes. Anyway, so Michael, how was the rest of your week? <laughs> it was all good. Um, just before recording day. Uh, we, as a family, went to see, see uh, my my nephew uh, celebrating his fifth birthday. So uh, that was great. It's just a group of people. I, I <laughs> just it was a it, it was a lot of people, and I I was getting very <laughs> very PTSD. It's like there's a lot of people. There's a lot of noise. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I've been spent a year being a, a recluse. Like this this is not good for me. Yeah, I'll just, mm-hmm. uh, but I pushed through it. But it was awesome because it was family okay. and that, right. so. and that was good and and and, nice. and stuff and things and happened, and I'll pro- yeah, <laughs> I was going to mention something else, but I don't think I can, just yet. <laughs> sort of, it's sort of a spoiler for my own life. So maybe, maybe in oh. a couple of weeks I can probably explain it. Oh, okay, yeah. that's exciting. So stay tuned. What about you, Kendall? Do you stay tuned? Do I stay tuned? <laughs> I stay tuned to many things. Many, many, many things. I am I am tuned in to to life and to the world. Speaking of, how was your life this <clears throat> week? Well. How was your life this week? How was my life this week? Yeah, that's what uh, I meant. Yes. No, <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, my week has been pretty good. Um, what did I? I don't know if I got up to too much during this week, really. Not that I can remember. Um, let's see. Did trivia on the Monday night, which was a lot of fun. First, first time doing Funky Bunch trivia back in a pub in over twelve months. Wow. wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that was amazing. Um. And we had a really good time. We ended up winning. Wow. Which was very cool. What yeah, about? I smashed it. What about? What? What about? Oh, the trivia. Yeah. What was it about? Um. So basically, Funky Bunch. Uh. And Foley has been to one. Before. Yeah. <clears throat> Here in Melbourne, they have many, many different um, trivias hosted all across different pubs, uh, different nights of the week. And it's a bit of a mixed bag of a trivia. So they do five rounds. One round is movies and television, which is my expert round, obviously. Uh, a round of sport, uh, a general knowledge round. Uh, the fourth round is unofficially referred to as people, politics, word games and shit. 
Um, <laughs> it's basically just another general knowledge round, really. <laughs> Random questions. And, and then the last round is... And shit. Uh, there's also a little bonus round in the in between four and five called Tell Him He's Dreaming. And it's just basically a picture of Michael Caton from the castle. <laughs> and you have, like, they put up an ad for uh, someone's post or something on Gumtree. And you have to guess um, closest without going over uh, what the person wants for it. Not what it's actually worth, but what the person wants for it. And last week it was, it was like a VB bum bag. <laughs> Um, so it was like the most Aussie thing you could think of really. Yeah. Uh, and it was fantastic. Um, and then, yeah, the last round is, is music. Um, and that's another round that I excel in, which is a lot of fun. And that's a lot of audio questions, obviously, but it's yeah. Fantastic trivia. Yes, Michael. I reckon 15 bucks. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was, it was 30 bucks actually. He wanted $30 for it. Yeah. I give him 15. Rip off. (laughs) No, no, no. Say say it properly. 15. Say it properly, Fulia. Tell, Tell him he's dreaming. Tell him he's yeah. dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And for our American um, listeners, uh, fanny pack. Yes. Yes. Not bum bag. <laughs> fanny pack. Because uh, <clears throat> Americans yes. so... don't know what a fanny is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> And there they go, and they'll never know. Yeah, and <laughs> now they'll Google it. No, 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 they'll, they'll go and Google it. We love our American listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I only um, some of them, but okay. <laughs> I haven't met you. I don't That's know. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a strange and twisted place. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho, um, yes, so what else did I do this week? Apart from trivia, I... I'm honestly struggling to remember, like, Tuesday, Tuesday's a blur, Wednesday's a bit of a blur, um, I did have some friends over during the week, so that was fun, Woo, um, friends. I've started showing, I've st- yes, I've started showing my new place off to people now, so, it looks very nice and spacious, it is very spacious, thank you, <laughs> Fulia, Fulia is here, uh, at my new place, um, so that's really cool, but yeah, um, so that was fun, we watched, some Simpsons and had some. I made I made tacos. I cooked. I yeah, know. that sounds so cool. It was great. Mm. Uh, it's something I don't do very often. A few people are lucky, <laughs> um, or unlucky, depending on the salmonella. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just joking. It's fine. Salmonella. Uh, and that's a, yeah, that's a good baby name. Salmonella. 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 Next to um, yeah, Sam. But- what? Salmon? Salmon. Salmon. Is that a baby name? Salmon? No. No. Just the L silence in Salmon. Salmon. The silent L. (laughs) Salmon. I don't know. I'm just being random. It's fine. Random is fine. This is the podcast that refuses to behave. You're living up to the moniker. It's fine. We just yell fish for no reason. Fish! Fish! You fishy, fishy, fishy. Anyway, it's nearly 25 minutes in and we still haven't gotten to the news. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> finish up my week that was by, by saying I watched some stuff. Nice. Um, and I can't remember if I've mentioned it on this podcast. I mentioned it on the monthly during the week because we recorded the monthly. That was the other thing we did. I did mm-hmm. this week. Fuller and I got yep. together, recorded the monthly, uh, one half of it. And, uh, yeah, I, um, so I finished watching Hannibal, 
because uh, I'd, I'd started watching that a few weeks ago after I finished Battlestar Galactica and uh, uh, yeah finished it on Tuesday and it was very very good liked it quite a bit um, yeah yeah it definitely lives up to the hype uh, that surrounds it that's for sure uh, and hopefully they find a way to continue it one day because it ended on a literal cliffhanger um, oh, don't you just so, hate that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a good ending. If that's all we ever get, then I'm okay. Um, yeah, so. But I'm, I'm really happy to have watched it. It was very, very great. Uh, and then I watched... Um, oh, I started watching Ratched on Netflix. Uh, now that I've seen, finally, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, um, even though I have been told numerous times not to compare the two because they're both very different animals... Uh, and I'm finding that to be the case clearly because this uh, series Ratched is is quite good, but it is a completely different vibe to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, that's for sure. And I, but I am really enjoying it. Like I enjoy both media separately, and I'm glad to say that they're both very very good. And um, I really love Sarah Paulson as Mildred Ratched. She's a very manipulative lady, um, getting up to some naughty business, uh, and. The just I don't know. It's just really nice because it's a it's a Ryan Murphy series. Like he's developed it, directed it uh, for Netflix, and the aesthetics are just gorgeous. And it really just feels like I'm watching a, a different season of American Horror Story because it's got that kind of vibe to it. And there's a few other actors from American Horror Story uh, that are in this as well. So I highly recommend people check Ratchet out. Um, and yeah, and then another movie I watched. I have now seen five Best Picture nominees. Oh. I watched Sound of Metal okay. during the week. Um, and yeah, I, this is definitely going to win some awards. I, I feel like uh, it'd be a crime if it doesn't win sound editing because the way that they use sound in the movie and the way it's edited together to reinforce the presence and then absence of it. Um, because this movie is about a metal drummer who loses his hearing. Oh. Yeah. Um, and the way that they do that is just incredible. And Riz Ahmed is up for a Best Actor Oscar. And he I, he could easily walk away with it. He was very good. I nice. mean, I, I re- I'm biased and I really want Chadwick Boseman to win, of course. And I think he will. But um, he's definitely got some strong competition in Riz. That's for sure. But yeah, Sound of Metal, highly recommend. I'd give it a, a four and a half out of five. Definitely worth your time. All right. Speaking of things that are worth your time, this podcast. Yay. That was our, week, <laughs> our, our weeks that were, um, which means now it's time to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time. And uh, starting the news this week, we very sadly have to say farewell to two icons of the comedy genre. Um, Starting with um, the wonderful George Segal, who sadly left us this week at the age of 87. Um, Most people know exactly who he is. I myself mostly know him from Just Shoot Me back in the day. That was a great comedy. Um, Lots of fun memories watching him on that show. Uh, Most recently, he was seen on another great sitcom called The Goldbergs, 
where he was kind of the patriarch of, of the Goldberg clan. Um, heard very good things about that show. Uh, you know, a sitcom made in the modern day, but set in the 80s. Uh, very cool concept. Um, but he was still working on that show up until his uh, passing. Um, he was also an Oscar-nominated actor, which I didn't know. Uh, he co-starred with Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf back in the 60s. Uh, or 70s, I think. When was that? 60s. It was the 60s. Double checking. And um, and yeah, he got a uh, uh, Best Supporting uh, Actor nomination for his work in that uh, film back in the day. So, um, but yeah, he's got a stellar, stellar filmography um, and he most definitely will be missed. That is for sure. Um, and then our other icon that passed away this week, Jessica Walter passed away at the age of 80 um of course she is most known for uh two other incredible shows um mostly arrested development uh where she played lucille bluth the the matriarch of the bluth clan um mother to jason bateman's character in that show and uh a lot of the other main uh characters and um yeah she was I mean, I haven't really seen much of Arrested Development, but from what I've seen through memes and the just the internet in general, it just seems like she was the one that had all the sassy one-liners uh, in the show. Um, a real, a real tough, snarky lady, um, and uh, and yeah, by all accounts, she was hysterical in that show. Um, the other big thing that she's known for, uh, of course, is Archer, where she voiced uh, Archer's mother, Mallory. Uh, for many, many seasons um, on that show. Uh, very, very iconic voice and appearance um, in that long-running animated series. And she also received critical acclaim in a movie called Play Misty for Me, uh, co-starring with uh, Clint Eastwood. And that was back in the early 70s. Um, so, yes, Jessica Walter will also be incredibly missed by uh, a great deal of of people so I'm uh, very sad to see these people uh, leave us this week but they do leave behind amazing legacies that we'll we will enjoy for a long long time um, all right moving into other news now um, so we've got some Marvel news to start and <sighs> it happened people mm-hmm. Black Widow's been delayed again yep <laughs> oh man when I tell you I got teary I'm not kidding I got teary because uh, I'm just I'm done waiting. I'm just over it. I'm fucking over it. Uh, but anyway, re- regardless, it's coming. It's happening. Uh, it's not not happening, so it's okay. Uh, it will be releasing in cinemas on the uh, 9th of July, simultaneously on Disney Plus for thirty dollars premiere access. Um, so again, no surprises there. Especially considering, you know, hearkening back to the fact that when they did it for Milan, they said it was going to be a one-time only thing. And then they've now done it once more with Ryan the Last Dragon. And now they're going to do it again with Black Widow. Um, but kind of no surprises, really. I didn't I didn't really believe them for a second when they said that. I don't think any of us did. Um, but it's, again, look, it's probably okay that they're doing that. Because as we've, we've all been saying on the show for the last few months, that uh, COVID is pretty bad in America. Uh, still uh, and uh, they can't really delay this movie any longer so um, but we will get to see it here in Australia in a cinema so that's going to be um, wonderful so but just another 
another couple extra months to wait. So July 9, market calendars. Uh, and of course, this delay has now delayed Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It was supposed to come out in July, um, <clears throat> but it has now been moved to uh, the 3rd of September. Uh, so it's going to come out in that sweet spot between, um, between Black Widow and Eternals. So we've got Black Widow in July, Shang-Chi in um, September, and then uh, Eternals in November, and then, <laughs> and then Spider-Man in December. So we're getting four Marvel movies within a six-month period. That's going to be intense. So it better stay that way. As I know, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> so as one finishes, another will start. Well, it's better than last year of having no, no Marvel. <clears throat> yep, no Marvel at all last year so yes this is good it's all happening it's all happening improvement it is an improvement (laughs) yes all right crossing the pond to dc now we've got a bunch of stuff coming out of the dc um eu this week with some casting announcements starting with uh a replacement casting um so the upcoming flash film starring ezra miller which has been delayed repeatedly uh, not due to covid um other problems uh, but it is coming out. It is happening. Uh, but however, uh, because it has been delayed so often, um, the actor Billy Crudup, who was cast as Henry Allen, Barry's father, now uh, cannot work on the Flash movie due to scheduling issues because other things he had on the cards are now colliding with this. So uh, he has to bow out. Um, he'd already made an appearance briefly as Henry Allen in Justice League, both in the theatrical cut and the Snyder cut, which was released recently. Um, so it won't entirely be too jarring to see uh, a different actor, and this isn't the first time it's happened for a comic book movie. We're getting used to this by now. So, um, so yeah, so it's okay. But he's being replaced by another talented actor by the name of Ron Livingston, um, <clears throat> who I mostly know as the the father of the Perron family and <coughs> excuse me <coughs> who I mostly know as the father of the Perron family in uh, the first conjuring film and he was quite good in that so he's going to be playing Henry Allen taking over from Billy Crudup going forward in the DCEU um what other casting news we have this is pretty cool uh, it was announced during the week that Pierce Brosnan is joining the cast of uh, Black Adam, which is Dwayne Johnson's uh, upcoming uh, DC film, where he's going to play Black Adam himself. Pierce Brosnan will be playing Dr. Fate, which is a big character in DC Comics, uh, and he's uh, one of the members of the Justice Society of America in the comics, and a very, very powerful uh, being. Um some say even dangerously powerful, even though he is mainly known for being a good guy. So thank goodness for that. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, going to be really cool to see um, Pierce Brosnan get his superhero on in this movie. I can't wait. Um, speaking of epic actors that hail from um, Europe and the UK, uh, Helen Mirren is going to be joining um, the cast of Shazam 2. Uh, playing the villain of the piece, um, Hespera. Uh, now, the interesting thing about Hespera is that she's not a she's not a character in DC Comics at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, so basically, she is uh, in Greek or yeah Greek mythology. She is the son of Atlas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, uh, oh, sorry, daughter, I should say. Daughter of Atlas. Uh, and because of Shazam's connections to different gods and goddesses with his abilities and all of that stuff, like Shazam actually stands for different gods and, and goddesses. Um, yeah, I'm guessing that's going to somehow tie in with how she's the villain in this one and but we don't really know too much about it yet uh so uh but it's gonna be really cool to see Helen Mirren in in a superhero movie as well um I am sure she'll kick ass and be delightfully chewing the scenery um around her that's gonna be sweet um okay what do we have here Oscar nominee Emerald Fennell uh is going to be writing the screenplay for an upcoming Zatanna film um so this is another DC film coming soon. Um, Emerald Fennell, uh, of course, recently Oscar nominated for her work with Promising Young Woman. She wrote and directed that. Um, she's been nominated for Best Director Oscar. And um, yeah, and she's just incredibly talented. Uh, so really, really cool to see her tap to write the script for Zatanna. Um, this film is also being produced by J.J. Abrams and his Bad Robot Company, so that's also a tick in the box. Um, this is going to be her Zatanna's first appearance uh, on the big screen. She's been featured in um, on the small screen before, and uh, I think she was in Smallville for a brief period. Um, so basically Zatanna is a, ma a magician um, considered to be one of the most powerful sorcerers in the whole of the DC universe. Um, so, yeah. So it's another powerful badass lady. So that's that's going to be a lot of fun to see. Um, speaking of powerful badass ladies, we've got some Batwoman news. This was interesting. Uh, I wasn't expecting this. I don't think many of us were, but I suppose it's a no-brainer. Uh, Ruby Rose will not be returning at all to the role of Kate Kane in uh, the Batwoman series. Uh, at the CW, they've decided to just recast her. And they have picked actress Wallace Day to replace uh, Ruby Rose as Kate Kane going forward um, and I I've, I haven't watched Batwoman uh, since the, the end of season one after we all found out that Ruby Rose was stepping away so I have no idea exactly how this is going to look for the show all I do know is that they did end up uh, as we've talked about on the podcast before they ended up replacing um, Kate Kane's character sort of when saying that she's gone off she's missing um and introduce this new batwoman ryan wilder uh by who by all accounts is pretty awesome on the show and now they've decided to bring kate kane back in this somehow with this new actress so um yeah almost feels like it defeats the purpose of switching it up if you were just going to recast anyway but i don't know there's probably some behind the scenes details that I'm not privy to. So, but that's, it's interesting. I'm sure she'll do a fine job though. Um, uh, that will be really cool for Batwoman fans to check out. And lastly in the news this week, um, we've got some more moving of release dates. So Disney on top of announcing the reshuffle of Black Widow and Shang-Chi in terms of the MCU, they also announced some, um, <clears throat> some new dates and some Disney Plus debuts for a few of their upcoming films, starting with Cruella. Um, it's still sticking to its release date of the 28th of May, but it will now also be on Disney Plus on the same day with Premiere Access. Uh, Luca 
uh, the upcoming Disney animated film. We I think we did in Trailer Park a few weeks ago, uh, which looks gorgeous. It's not it's not going to be in cinemas at all. It's going straight to Disney Plus. Um, so hopefully that doesn't mean it's a bad movie because it looks fantastic. Um, so I, I don't think this is going to be another Artemis Fowl situation. Dear God, let's pray. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's probably going to be a see. bit more like Soul. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. I agree. Um, but that's coming out now on the 18th of June. Uh, Free Guy, uh, one of the movies that I've been looking forward to the most that's being pushed back again and again through the COVID uh, pandemic, um, has now got a new release date of the 13th of August. The King's Man has moved again. Sorry, Fulia. Um, but it's coming out just in time for Christmas on the 22nd of December. Nice little Christmas present for y'all. Uh, and another film Fulia is looking forward to. <laughs> Death on the Nile is now coming out next year. Why? On the 11th of February. Um, I have to wait another 11 months. I know. It's all right. You can read the book. I know. Yeah, you could. If you want. Yeah. Pass the time. Um... <laughs> But yes, that's 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 it. That's the news this week. Lots of casting, lots of shuffling around, uh, particularly in the superhero world. So, um, Fulia, I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, yes. So, paying my respects to George Segal and Jessica Walter, they uh, were both really wonderful actors. Um, they also worked together in a few different shows oh, as they? well. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I believe um, Retired at Thirty Five was one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, they worked on a, on a couple of different shows together, which was really shocking when when I was doing the little bit of research. Yeah. Okay. Um, where after I looked up George Segal and yeah. then went straight to Jessica Walter I saw both their filmographies kind of matching a little bit oh. um, which was really interesting um, so it's very coincidental that they both passed away in the same week same week yeah yeah, yeah. wow um, but yeah George Segal like you Kendall known him for Just Shoot Me although I haven't watched the series from start to finish I have seen random episodes when it used to air on Australian TV yeah um, and I absolutely loved it and now I want to actually go and watch it from start to finish if I can find it somewhere um, on a streaming service because that's a sitcom that I absolutely love uh, to watch because it's got um, it's got George Segal he's amazing yeah it's also got um, oh my gosh I'm blanking on his name Davis Davis <laughs> Yeah. I see his face in front of me. I just like, where's the name? Yeah. Tip of the tongue. Um, but yes, uh, David Spade's an amazing comedian, um, comedic actor. So yeah, definitely want to actually go back and, and watch that show. Um, and Jessica Walter, uh, I didn't really know her from, from much myself. Uh, from what I saw, she did a lot of voice acting. Um, for a lot of animated series, including yeah. Archer, mm-hmm. um, and also being, you know, being in Arrested Development, uh, I hear a lot of good things about it. I feel like I need to watch it. Yeah, me too. Um, it, it sounds interesting. Uh, so I'll probably go check that out at some point. So yeah, definitely, you know, much love to the f- friends and family of George Segal and Jessica Walter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Widow delayed again. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's interesting that they've decided to have it, you know, 
be out at the same time, you know, from the theaters as well as Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, with the Premier Access. Um, which, you know, no surprise there, especially since there's going to be a lot of Americans that really want to watch this. So yeah, I don't blame them for putting it on Premiere Access. Yes, yes. Um, which then obviously pushes back Shang-Chi, uh, which I was kind of really interested in seeing, but now I have to wait a little longer for it. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but from what, I, from what I read up, there's just been a lot of uncertainty going around um, because of the whole COVID situation. Mm. Um, but... Kevin Feige has all confidence in his marketing team. Yes. Uh, that they will start up um, releasing their marketing promotions and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Black Widow when time comes. Yep. Um, because they do an excellent work. And yes, no matter do. how many times we've seen promotions for these movies, we're going to love it regardless. Oh, yeah. No I matter mean, how many times we watch look, them. <laughs> we have no fa- We have, like, we have no problem in the you know we have every faith in the in the the source material yeah what's involved here <laughs> the problem is just we can't. just want to see it <laughs> we just want to see it we just want to see it okay <laughs> give it to uh, me. but yeah give it to me. <laughs> so yeah um we will see it eventually it's it's gonna happen yes we will, will. Mm-hmm. um moving on to the dc stuff pierce brosnan being cast in black adam Sounds like a great casting to me. Pierce Brosnan is an amazing actor. Um, I I think I've seen him in a few different things. James Bond being one of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's also really funny. Um, he was in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, I love him, Miss Stu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Very dapper. Very dapper. Very suave man. Oh, your Mercedes, dear. <laughs> um but yeah so like great choice i'd say um i don't really know too much about black adam um i I. have a feeling it's a well they've said that it's a spin-off from shazam which i'm assuming is like a a prequel well i don't know if it's a prequel but it may be a prequel but um they're connected and black adam is more of a villain so Ah, i see i see um, but yeah, so I'm really interested to see what Black Adam is about. Um, it, it sounds like Dwayne Johnson is absolutely excited, uh, about it all. Yes. Um, and I can, and I can understand why. Yes. Um, Helen Mirren cast as a villain for Shazam 2. That mm-hmm. lady is a badass and yep. she's going to rock that rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see. I still need to watch the first one. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, you haven't seen Shazam I, one yet? No. I'm. Oh, I'm I don't. Make you I watch keep. It. I keep forgetting to watch it's it. It's so good. Yeah, I think it's. You love. Yeah, it. I think it's right up your alley, and not in a. It is so up. Not your in alley. a meme way. Just, I, I think you. you no, no, I, un- I understand. I understand. I, I actually do want to watch it. I just, I either don't have the time for it because I'm watching all these other things. Or I'm, you know, or I'm, I'm just busy, <laughs> or I forget. Okay, you know what? You know what? I'm coming over Tuesday night for monthly. After we do that, we'll watch some shit. <laughs> it's a deal. Okay? It's a day. I'm make set it in stone. I'm, make, right, I'm right. making this happen. Yes. All right. Fine. I need we'll, to educate you. We'll say, say the word. <laughs> say the word. Get it because it's Shazam. 
Yeah, yeah. got it. <laughs> got the reference. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, but Fulia um, doesn't because she hasn't fucking seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I will leave the room. <laughs> um, and lastly, the delays and the, the date changes and all of the other Disney, um, Disney films. Cruella um, being brought out on... On Disney Plus as well as the theaters, that's fine. We'll go see it at the movies. We're happy to do that. <laughs> I love seeing the movie. I love seeing new films on on the cinema screen. Um, so I think I prefer that. Um, Luca is apparently going to be free. No premiere access for that one. Yep, um, that's correct. Which is awesome. Uh, means that you know at least you have something else as a choice if you don't want to pay for the premiere access yeah. films. Yeah. Um, so brand new stuff yeah free. exactly so i cannot wait for that um free guy i, I may i may not be as excited as you kendall but okay. it's ryan reynolds yeah i am still looking forward to it okay. <laughs> so i would like to see that so um yeah we'll, we'll see that when it comes out and i'm just absolutely gutted and disappointed that the King's Man and Death on the Nile has been moved <laughs> again. Yeah, I feel you. <sighs> I've been waiting so long. <laughs> Just want to watch them. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just a little, a little sad that I can't see the movies that I want to see now. <laughs> me too. Anyway, <sighs> yeah, that they're, they're my to- they're my thoughts. Great, Michael. Hello, yes, uh, rest in power, George Segal, and also Jessica Walter. Uh, huge, huge stars in television comedy. Uh, we've we've said we've said their their filmography, and absolutely fantastic. Yeah, uh, Jess- Jessica Walter, especially because I really really enjoy Archer. And her character in that is absolutely fantastic. I think, um, I think she sort of play. It, it's sort of this. I don't. I don't want to take too much away from it, but I think it's sort of the same character that she does play in Arrested Development in Archer, but it's a bit. M- yeah, <laughs> yeah. A bit more. Um, <laughs> a bit. Yeah, it's a bit more heavy on the uh, on the. Uh, uh, the the mother f- mother bro- uh, mother uh, son relationship in Archer, which I really really enjoy. <laughs> Where wh- one joke comes to mind when when uh, they're talking about when Archer and su- some villain is talking about, or oh, what if I kill your mother? And 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 then and then her, and then she goes, "What are you doing? What?" <laughs> it's like you are getting an erection. For thinking that I'm going to die? <laughs> it's that sort of relationship. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, completely. <laughs> it's a real fucked relationship. And I- I'm all for that because, you know, it's a cartoon as well. So <laughs> adult cartoons is always fun. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of fun, um, yeah, I'm sort of just going to bunch this all together with the delays from Disney as well. Uh so it's annoying that Black Widow is going to be delayed, but I think I think they're sort of cutting their losses really because they've been sitting on these movies for almost far too long, and they're essentially not making any money with 
with just sitting on them so they so they're just going to bite the bullet and doing a a, a drool release of it being on Disney Plus as well as being in the cinema when you can. Me mm. personally, I will go to the cinemas because that that furthers the um the industry of cinemas as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like that that's my choice. That that's just me. Uh I I mean, I've got di- It's also a better experience too. True. Yeah. True. And when I was watching uh Godzilla versus Kong, um it's been ages and I thought, oh yeah, I get to watch trailers as well. So I was, I was like, oh yeah, I've, well, I've seen all these trailers because of the, because what I do here. But yeah, it's an absolutely different, different experience and I really enjoy it. And if you can get to the cinema, I reckon, I reckon people should. It's, I, I don't want cinemas to die. I don't want that to happen in my lifetime. No, no neither do we. No. Ha- let it happen after I'm dead. <laughs> but let me just have this <laughs> thing. And with the uh, Cruella um, bit as well, and because I was thinking, uh, what's really the difference between Cruella and Luca? Uh, uh, Luca is like a... It's, it's a new story that we haven't seen yet. So... Um, nothing to go against it that uh, people don't know it as well so they'll prob- probably re- release it uh, on Disney Plus for that particular reason because people would not go out of their way to go and see it but they would probably see Cruella because we know the IP it's been I mean a hundred <laughs> recently um, I showed 101 Dalmatians to, to my kid because we we read it we read it uh, for a bedtime story a couple of nights nice and it's like oh this is what the story is and and she really enjoys it because you know dogs and and that so mm-hmm. so so yeah and uh i recently watched it and it's a really good film um uh, except for you know the main characters smoking a pipe and you know it's it, we don't do that nowadays and, and um <laughs> yeah and and also koala's smoking a cigarette as well and blowing green smoke for some reason. You know, stylistic choice, but there you go. And wearing fur. Bad, bad fur. Um, yeah, Free Guy, the, the, the live-action Wreck-It Ralph movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to that <laughs> one. Uh, Kingsman should have been out now. <laughs> and, yeah, I want, I want to see that those ones but you know new release dates hopefully set in stone this time but it's probably written in grey lead so they can rub it out <laughs> and just yeah. use another thing so yeah that's basically it um oh, also the uh the uh, uh the Helen Mirren uh character uh Hes what's it called again Hespera, Hespera. um yeah, new character to to DC. Um, yeah, I don't mind that. It's it sort of it sort of reminds me of Harley Quinn, really, because she was a, yeah. she was originally for the the uh, cartoon, uh, the animated series, the animated series, and yeah. and they sort of liked her so much that they incorporate her into the into the actual canon of of uh, DC. Uh, so it's it's uh it's not a, it's not a new thing and it's probably going to be done a couple of couple of more times if it, if the audiences love it then they embrace it and and that's 
And it's all the better because, you know, more female representation, especially elderly females mm. as well. Cause, yes. Because, yes. Cause, you know, they don't get their, they don't get many roles nowadays and, and more of that, more of that, please. What yeah. about you? What about you, Kendall? Do you want more of that? More of this, please. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yes. More of that, exactly, please. Yes, thank please, you. Please, sir, very I much. want some more. Please, sir, I want some more. more. All right, that's an... more. That's nerdy news, guys. Done. Done and dusted. Done, 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 done. Yep, we out. So. Are we done now? That means it's now time. Cool. Let's let's go. Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was half an hour. Right? Yeah, that was half an hour. Yeah, Easy edit. Yeah, yeah. All done. Let's... Yeah, piece of shit, Michael. No. You piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. It's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Yay! Where we all park all the trailers. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Trailer park time, and Woo. boy, do we have a big trailer to start off this week. Uh, we were blessed with the presence of the first trailer for the upcoming uh, DC movie, The Suicide Squad. Holy... Just, yep. <laughs> yep. Shit? Mike's doing Are you saying shit? Um, I was going to say, holy king shark is what I was trying to say. <laughs> no. Um, my word. I am, s- yep. Give it to me now. <laughs> I want it. I need it. Must see it. Uh, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. And, yeah, freaking Sylvester Stallone is king shark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know it was here I know. until I looked it Neither up. Neither did I. <laughs> Neither did I. Oh my god. Fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. This is this is great. Like it looks like so much fun. Um uh, I you know, I, I really do have faith in James Gunn that this is gonna be a solid picture. Um, you know, it kind of even speaks to me that maybe this is kind of the stuff that he wanted to do with the Guardians and couldn't because it's mm. then that's Disney and here yeah. we have, you know, we have DC and Warner Brothers and they're they can be a bit more lax when it comes to profanity and violence and oh, blood yeah. and all that stuff. So and we're getting a lot of that in this trailer, um, especially from King Shark. I was just gonna say mostly from King Shark, oh, yes. um, which I think he's gonna be. He's going to be one of the standout characters, I think. He is going to be a um, meme. He's going to be a meme. By the time <laughs> the end, yeah. Like, I, no, I want him, I want a meme that's like King Shark and Left Shark. Just combined. <laughs> if you guys remember Left Shark. Yeah, Katy Perry. No? Katy Perry's halftime Super Bowl show a few years ago. There were these sharks dancing behind her. Oh. And the one on the left was out of it completely. Oh, yeah. yeah. It became a sensation. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think King Shark's going to be the standout. I mean, a lot of the funny moments and a lot of the gory kind of moments came from King Shark in this uh, in this Ooh, trailer. yum. Eats a person. Yeah, eats a person. <laughs> nom, nom. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks he looks great. Like, the CG looks pretty cool. Um, like, it's, you know. It kind of looks flattened, almost. Like, you get a great white shark and just 
flatten it. <laughs> well, he's a bit wide because he's like he's big and he's bulky and he's like part man, part shark. He's a big boy. Situation. Yeah. He's a big boy. Um, so I'm really being being a fan of the Flash series. They've done King Shark on the Flash in a few episodes. Um, and they did him really, really well, actually. So I, yeah, I'm really keen to compare the two. Um, I think this one's going to be mo- mostly for comedic relief, but, um, but yeah. In any event, um, this entire trailer was just, yeah, everything I wanted and everything I hoped that this movie was going to be. Um, cause it just looks crazy bonkers, hilarious, um, crude, rude, just, and lots of, you know, lots of my favourite actors dressed as superheroes blowing shit up and killing each other. And I'm here for it. I'm bloody here for it. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw, there's like, I think I'm pretty sure there's like one brief shot in this trailer of Nathan Fillion. Yep. Um, Drinking a like, pep. He's going to be one of, yeah, he's going to be one of those ones that dies early, I feel. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm concerned about that. But that's all right. It'll be great. We should, um, we should actually yeah. pla- place our bets. <laughs> when is he gonna yeah. die? <laughs> well, which characters are gonna make it out? Yeah. Um, you know what I want though, just because he said it in the trailer, I want Polka Dot Man to live because he <laughs> wants to die. <laughs> or the last one. Or be the last one to die. Yeah. Like he, th- he he thinks he hasn't gotten his wish, and then he realizes he's gonna die, and then he just starts like smiling or laughing or something, and, he, <laughs> and then he explodes. Um, something like that would be great. Um. Yeah, oh, so great to see um, Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller. Like she was one of the really, really good things about the original Suicide Squad, um, as was Harley Quinn, um, played by Margot Robbie. Um, and this looks—it's clearly going to be set. I mean, well, I don't know. They haven't really said if this is set after Birds of Prey or before it. I don't know if they have said that yet. Do I need to watch um, that in order to understand this? I don't this? know. I'll find out and let you know. Okay. <laughs> you should watch Birds of Prey anyway because it's good. I think all the video, yes. all the video like uh, uh, breakdowns that I've seen, uh, possibly it is because Harley's uh, back tattoo uh, has been uh, has been changed by owned by no one because it used to be owned by the Joker. Uh. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's a good point. So this is set after Birds of Prey, then? I assume. Don't hold me on that. Okay, we assume. Okay, or it could be set just before Birds of Prey, but after she breaks up with the Joker. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. We'll find out. But yes, Fully, I will let you know. Okay. If you need to watch Birds of Prey. But you should just anyway, because it's... I Too many movies. There's a lot. <clears throat> I know. Write a list. That's why I love being. I've got a list. That's why, why I love being a fan of superhero movies because there's so many of them. <laughs> uh, Am I yeah, right? Yeah, yeah no. there's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say too many. I said so many. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I love this trailer. I'm not going to waffle on too many any longer. Actually, I'm just going to stop because I can't wait to see this. Fulia, what did you think? It feels like every superhero film that we've seen so far. Uh, a celebrity actor has been involved <laughs> and this was no exception this has got like half of them in there <laughs> half of them okay there's a lot it's a there's huge, a lot of them in there it's a huge cast a lot yeah. of cast to kill um, off. yeah <laughs> um Idris Elba man like my gosh I can't wait to see him I know. being this really wicked 
anti-hero. <laughs> yep. His old badass way. He looks so cool. Um, yes, Nathan Fillion. I agree. I feel like he might be one of those characters that may be killed off sooner than later um, <laughs> in the film. But I can't wait to see what he gets up to. Um, and I just want to—I want to learn about his character because TDK doesn't really say much. No, I've got no idea. <laughs> I know nothing. Um, and also John Cena in his really weird metal helmet thing. Yeah. I don't know. Peacemaker. Looks like a bullet almost. Peacemaker, yeah. It does kind of look like a weird bullet thing. Um, I'm interested to see what his character's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be really cool. Um, but yeah, just overall, the aesthetic of this trailer was very grungy, very metal, very very heavy on the action, which is what you're going to get. Yeah. And um, although, and I say this every time, I'm not a huge DC fan, I still am interested and kind of excited for this particular trailer. Hey. <laughs> I mean, for the film yes. overall. Yes. Um, I, like you, was a fan of the original Suicide Squad mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind it, uh, but I feel like this one's going to hold up a little better. A lot better. A I lot think. better, maybe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I am looking forward to nice. to watching the Suicide Squad as much as I have my quips about uh, King King Shark, Shark King, whatever his name King is. Shark. <laughs> King Shark. I was right the first time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. I don't know about King Shark. King Shark just I don't know. He's, he's, he's lovable. Very mimi. He's very mimi. I the f- lovable is standing there just chewing on a leg. Yeah, just, you can hold on to him. He's cuddly. <laughs> No, thank you. Just don't look at his face. <laughs> Michael, what do you think of it? <laughs> I think it's absolutely great. And also, yeah, just to just to put a bow on the ki- uh, King Shark. Uh, yeah, I think he gives good hugs, I reckon. I think he's a... <laughs> I think he's going to be yeah, like the squishy pet. hugs. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to be the pet of the group. But mind you, Weasel the is probably just fucking weird and bizarre. Mm. And something that... <laughs> Um, someone pointed out, and I can't stop watching it. I and also, uh, he's naked, and he does have a penis. So what in the trailer? He he has a penis. <laughs> well, is it in the trailer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> someone zoomed Sorry, I'm just in, Google it. and when when they're doing their march in front front of the American flag, he's just got his dangler dangling out and i also said wait does he have a penis and i looked at his um his poster his single poster and there's actually actually like something covering it got a like a a a dog uh, a dog biscuit like covering his penis i thought that's going to be a thing in the movie isn't it it's just going to be this (laughs) rat thing that's got a penis oh my god (laughs) So that's going to be fun. Wow. And that's that is going to be fun. Yeah, just spot the penis. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, um Nathan Fillion's character, I, there's a lot of talk that he uh, t- uh his initials stand for the uh detachable kid, which is a very deep cut in DC lore where 
there's this guy who can actually detach his arms and hit people over the head with oh. it. Yeah. So look at oh. yeah, <laughs> look out for that. Um, yeah, Harley Quinn's awesome. Uh, woo. Uh, yeah, there's not much that I can probably say about this. I've actually said what I wanted in my little video that I did for Fred the Alien. Um, yes. I, what are your thoughts on The Thinker? The Thinker, uh, Peter Capaldi. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's good. I think he's... <laughs> I, I think he's there to help them against the big bad, which we sort of see at the end of this film. A lot of people are probably complaining. It's like, oh, they put the, put too much in the, in the film and they know what they're up against. In the trailer, yeah. Yeah, the big starfish thing. Which, uh, hmm. which is Starro, which is like the the big hive mind. He he attaches to you, and you turn into the hive mind. So I think think they get the thinker that I to actually um, help them because he he can he he's a deep thinker. He's like a telepathy sort sort of thing. So they probably could use him to actually fight something that can that 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 can not be controlled through that. So and. I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't wait for Peter Capaldi because I can't, because is he going to do his accent or not? I don't know. I'm, re I'm really hoping he, he channels his Malcolm Tucker character from the thick of it because that will be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Just absolutely swearing up a storm. <laughs> it's like the deep thinker that swears like a fucking sailor. Um, ooh, yeah, uh, there was something else uh captain boomerang uh, uh i've got bets that he'll probably won't make it to the end of the movie uh no i because i think there's not not the token aussie <laughs> well you got margot robbie quintessential yeah, but she's aussie. not playing australian well well okay <laughs> still um that's what Fulia was implying yeah 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 I know. Yeah, because I think there's like two <laughs> factions of the Suicide Squad. That reason why we don't see like the other team with Michael Rooker and all those uh, other cats go go uh, going head to head. And uh, I think, yeah, there's a, there's something in that. that's probably going to be it, be in the film, and all all the more people to to be in there to to be killed. I mean. In the previous uh, in the pre previous episode in the previous movie they only had one one pretty much uh, carcass uh, and he was a bit of a dick he was just <laughs> introduced just to die and uh, and yeah we didn't even really get to know him yeah yeah Slipknot <laughs> Slipknot he just turns up and is like I'm sexist you're gonna die first <laughs> so so that <laughs> yeah. so that's basically it. And I do have my grievances yeah. with the with the original movie, but I also enjoy it at the same time. They definitely had their sort of nuggets yeah. of, of good stuff in there. I mean, hopefully the yeah. hopefully the um hopefully it'll be good, and I reckon it'll be good because it's James Gunn and he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and of course, people compared the original movie. It's like, oh, they try to be James Gunn. I know what. Let's get James Gunn. He's not. He's free at the moment. Considering what happened to him during the fucking cancel culture yeah. in its infancy, it's like whatever. Yeah. But now he's back now, so let's let, and yeah, they just give him free range. Okay. It's like we know what you 
you, we know what you're about. Just go ahead. And I think, <laughs> I think, fuck, yeah, go go for it. It's James Gunn before before um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is trauma. James Gunn, where where it's like, isn't this cool? Yes, it's cool. We want to watch it. And more King Shark just ripping the shit out of each other and just <laughs> slowing it down so you can just see the entrails like Constantina out of out of the body and you see, <laughs> and you see see bloody <laughs> blood and guts and also spinal cords and yeah and limbs yeah the sort of cartoon violence that that, that I just want to watch I mean you <laughs> saw that in Silver so that was good yeah, that's true. So yeah, that's All that's right. my that's my big word salad. What about you, Kendall? Do you like salad? I love salad. I had salad for lunch today. Oh, there you <laughs> go. So He's... did I. Oh, oh I'm a clairvoyant. Yay. Yes. Yay. <laughs> I, I can predict things right. that's already happened. Jeez. Mm-hmm. What does that make me? Yes, you're you're a Nostradamus. That's know. it. Nostradamus. Yeah. No, but the, he saw the future. Oh, so, oh. Okay, I'm the I'm I'm the psychic that can see see the past. <laughs> Without knowing the past. You just know you know what's happened even though you you don't know. So I can predict that you had a salad sometime in your life. Yes. <laughs> I just make yes. it as broad as that. So anyway, uh, what about you? It's like a reverse 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 astrology. Yeah. Um so The Suicide Squad will be released in cinemas on the 6th of August uh in the United States simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. Uh here in Australia, I'd imagine it will be released around the same time. Not sure if it will be on Binge or Foxtel. Um, but it definitely will be in cinemas um, in August. So yeah. possibly the seventh. Get excited! Possibly the yeah. Because probably before. Because we're because we're time travelers. We're we're forward in time, just for twelve hours. Yes. So we'll yeah. So we'll probably see it on the fifth of August. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next trailer is for an upcoming Netflix film called Stowaway. Damn freaking straight. This is what I want from a space movies. None of this bullshit Colin Farrell in space with young people having sex <laughs> and tripping balls. That's not what I want I actually, from my space. That movies. was actually one of the trailers in the in the, uh, in the Godzilla vs. Kong movie that I saw. Oh, really? And I, thought, I feel for you. You know what? I really, really need to see this film. I think... <laughs> I don't believe in a higher power, but something is telling me to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I hope you en- I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, and I'll come back um, and say, hey, yes, not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. It's all right. It's not bad. Anyway, I paid fifteen yes. bucks for it. Still, it's all good. Yes. You know, add a popcorn. Okay. And a drink. <laughs> and a caramel choc top. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I was. I'm just gonna wait till he's done his bit, and then I'm gonna go. Okay, stowaway, stowaway. Um, yes, this is. This is an upcoming Netflix movie that has me very excited because yes, in case you can't tell, it's about space. It's set in space. Uh, it's about a mission to Mars, in fact, um, that goes completely awry. Um, 
and I was waiting for that because the first half of this trailer, you know, it they set it up by showing us that <clears throat> some technician has accidentally um, gotten himself injured and passed out on board this uh, space vessel aircraft. Um, and, you know, there are a few hours into launch and, uh, like, in space on the way to Mars. And then he wakes up and they're like, oh, you're, in, you know, you're in space. Sorry, we can't turn around. And he, you know, it's very emotional for him, obviously, because it's going to take them two years um, to either just get to Mars or come. I, yeah, I think just to get to Mars is two years. So, yeah. So he's very upset. Um and then, yeah, and so, but then it was like, you know, he was learning how to be an astronaut on the fly. They were teaching him and it was all hunky-dory. And I'm like, when is the other shoe going to drop? <laughs> and then it did. And for some reason, uh, he was a life support technician and the life support seems to be malfunctioning. And not all of them are going to make it. Uh, and they have to figure out a way to make it. Now, they probably didn't have to show or reveal that part in this trailer. It's probably my one gripe with it. I think that they not necessarily showed too much. They maybe just revealed a bit too much about the story. Um, however, the one thing I think they didn't reveal, and this is my guess, uh, I think this stowaway uh, is responsible, like on purpose. He I think he sabotaged the mission on purpose. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's too big a coincidence that it's, um, you know, he's the life support technician and then the life support screws up. Um, like it could be just a, a bad coincidence because, you know, it obviously malfunctioned as they were take or before they even took off and he, you know, he was injured and passed out. So that could be the reason why it's screwing up now. But the way, I don't know, the way it was put out in the trailer just kind of, I don't think it's as cut and dry as that for my money. Um, so I'm expecting some other nefarious things at play, but who knows? The trailer didn't really show us any of that, um, thankfully, but it did show us things going, um, off the rails pretty quickly after that. Really cool to see Tony Collette, um, play an Aussie in this one. Um, you know, we're big fans of her on this podcast and, um, she doesn't always get to play Australians and, uh, so she's playing an Aussie astronaut here, which is really cool. Um, also big fan of Anna Kendrick and Daniel Day Kim, uh, awesome actors. So they're going to be really great to watch. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was a great trailer, um, overall if I had to nail it down, but, um, I, I'm definitely watching this cause it's right up my alley and I hope the movie's better than the trailer was. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Julia, what'd you think? Um, look, to be honest, this one didn't really get my interest um i'm not a huge fan of space dramas <laughs> that's fine that's fine um look it like the story sounds interesting but i'm just not curious enough to want to delve into it and watch sure. it um it i do kind of see where your points come from kendall in terms of the fact that maybe um you know Shamir Anderson's character is just a little bit on the shifty side, even though we don't really know exactly if that's the case. Um, it's just, it's weird that he's all of a sudden having a panic attack about being in space after having been knocked out um, to then be trained to become an astronaut. So mm -hmm. that, for me, my mind is a little bit confused about that 
Uh, I'm not sure how that kind of works. Um, but great casting. You only need those four. And I feel like this was done during the lockdowns. Maybe. Okay, maybe. Maybe that's why they've decided to go with just those four um, in one small space. Yeah, yeah. Um, which works well, works out really well. Yeah, yeah. In terms of um, filming and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and but yeah, I mean, it looks good, but it's not for me. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. How about you, Michael? What do you think? Yeah, completely opposite. I'm down for it. Um. Uh. Yeah. All it just needs is a simple premise, and I'm I'm there, especially for sci-fi shit like this. Uh, when you're when you're dealing with the conundrum of well, there's four of us. We've only got enough air for for three people to get get to Mars, but because there's four people, it's going to be deplenished, and it's going to be who's going to go crazy and kill the other person. <laughs> Uh, essentially, it, mm. it's like it's the it's human nature in space, uh, and yeah, we don't don't particularly know. I I didn't really get the sort of vibes that he did this on purpose. I think it's just a f- absolute okay. absolute freak accident. But who knows? It could be it could be malicious intent. We don't know. Uh, would be an interesting thing if it was. Then there's another layer upon another layer, and um. Yeah, all all these actors. It, it's a such a great sort of place, a uh, great script to sort of play with. Considering there's only four people yeah. in this, and it's it's essentially a, like a Greek tragedy. It it all ta- all takes place in the same same place for twenty four hours, or the two two years to to get get to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. There you go. There's my there's my little quota for there. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars, <laughs> and yeah, I'm I'm really look, I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to this one. Uh, there's not there's not many um, uh, Netflix movies that I'm quite interested in because I I think they're doing like the they're, they're trying to do like a movie a week sort of thing. So uh, I think this this is probably cool because you know I'm a big fan of um, Tony Collette myself. Yeah. Aussies represent, and and even better if you keep your accent. It's extra. It's <laughs> it's extra points if you can do that. Mm-hmm. Instead, instead of instead of uh, someone else trying to do an Australian accent and it just sounds fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Kendall? Do you do you not like weird accents? No, I love weird accents. I love accents in general. Oh, what about oh, what about Americanized, Americanized like Australian accents like, g'day you bloody blinking bloody palms, welcome to Sydney, Australia. Care for a cup of yeah. bully tea? Yeah. The <laughs> Throw another you, dingo on the barbie. When, <laughs> when Americans try to do Australian accents, it doesn't always pan out well. Dingo stole my baby. But they tried. Or baby dingo stole my shrimp that was on the barbie. (laughs) Prawn. I will always say this. It is not a shrimp. It is a prawn. Except for a pizza. We we have prawns. We don't have shrimp. 
prawns going at the barbecue. Not sure. What about yabbies? Do you like the yabbies? They like pinchies. <laughs> pinchies. <laughs> oh, pinchies. All me pinchies. Anyway. So when are we be I'm watching wrap this? this? Yep. <laughs> Stowaway uh, will be dropping on Netflix um, in just under a month's time from now, uh, the 22nd of April. Stowaway, stowaway, stowaway. (laughs) Nice. That was good. (laughs) Thank you. I like that. I try. Yes. All right. (laughs) So our last trailer for this week um, is for uh, a very interesting looking film. Um, that I'm not sure how I feel about, and that's called uh, Four Good Days. Uh, This is a mother-daughter story um, centering around Glenn Close as the mum and Mila Kunis as the daughter, and uh, Mila Kunis' character is an opiate addict, um, and she is struggling. Um probably in some life-threatening situations and her mum's trying to help her uh, get clean, get sober, get treatment um, but she needs to have four good days um, so she can get this treatment and uh, this movie seems to be, I'm guessing, taking place over this period of time and just, I'm honestly not sure how, I really am not sure how I feel about this movie I think I'm going to watch it, I think it'll be good but I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be a good movie. Uh, I mean, it played at Sundance, uh, which is a pretty reputable, you know, festival and circuit, and uh, it seems to have gotten good reviews so far. Uh, and it looks like we're getting some really great performances out of Glenn Close and Mila Kunis, which is you know a no-brainer because both of them are wonderful actresses. Um, even though. Glenn Close is obviously wearing a wig and Mila Kunis has really bad fake teeth um, in this. But, you know, that kind of distracted me a little bit. Uh, and then the, the fact that they chose this overly cheesy country music song as the inspirational music for this trailer to try and make us realise we are watching... Because it's a true story and that's one of the reasons why I'm going to check this out when it does come out because I love real life stories such as this, you know, um, some things are just so crazy. You can't make them up. Uh, they just happen. And yeah, I, I'm sure, so I'm sure it'll be a great story. I mean, they wouldn't have put it to screen if it wasn't, but I just, I'm not entirely convinced. No, maybe it was just a bad trailer. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am, I really do hope it's a good movie because yeah, as I said, it looks like these actresses are giving their all as they usually do. Um, and it's very heartbreaking to, especially see Mila Kunis be put through her paces in such a way. Um, like, this is just... It's, I've never really seen her in a role like this before. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. We'll see. I'm just not sure. Uh, Fulia, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it, it's, um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very heavy subject to be, to be able to um, talk about, especially to perform. Um Mila Kunis's like character being that she is an addict and she's trying to sober up and her mum is there trying to help her and support her get through it um the struggles that we see her 
you know, going through, you know, especially the moments where she's really, you know, just at a very low point and that, and then gets to the point where she's like, I can't do this anymore, that sort of thing. Um, it, it kind of, it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, overall the story sounds interesting. Um, I feel like the music was trying to get you by the heartstrings. I think yeah. what was happening in that situation. Um, it, I don't know. I, it didn't really interest me that much, to be honest. Um, I'm not a huge fan of dramas. Man, I sound like I'm not a huge fan of anything. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, that's not true. No. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not my cup of tea in terms of movies. Um, but it also kind of looks like they're maybe trying to go for award seasons, maybe for next year, potentially. Um, but maybe. yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Michael? Yeah, um, this is a bit of a hard thing to, to watch, even for a trailer. Uh, if I was going to watch this movie, I probably need to be in, uh, the absolute perfect mindset for it, because I'm not at the moment, uh, because, you know, unfortunately, um... A huge thing is the opioid epidemic, especially in America, that you basically get no help for this. And, and unfortunately, the um, <laughs> the, op- the opioids that you get are from doctors. And sometimes you sometimes they accidentally over-subscribe over uh, and it can absolutely ruin people's lives, as we can see clearly representing in this, in this movie. And all props to... Uh, Glenn Close and uh, Mila Kunis for doing the for doing this. It definitely um, it definitely is um, something worth watching. Except me, uh, I as I said, I need to be in the right mindset. It, it would be a very interesting movie to watch. I, I probably need to watch it with uh, probably with my wife or something. I, I don't know. I, I I won't be able to watch it by myself. It's. Uh, I I would sort of treat this like Fulia treats like scary movies. Like I need, I need to watch it with someone else because I can't watch this by myself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All props. It's so, it, it looks like such a great film to 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 watch. And yeah, it looks upsetting. It looks heartbreaking, especially uh, a relationship between a mother and daughter. It's something I wouldn't know anything about, but uh, I can definitely understand. Uh, people with that sort of struggle with addiction definitely it would definitely hurt the people around you especially especially your parents as well and yeah uh, definitely is definitely is a good contender for 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 awards as well and and it look and yeah sometimes indie movies need more love than than most blockbusters and if you like if you like this sort of drama then go for it i i reckon and what about you kendall when we when 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 does this get released to the public well um this will be having a limited release in the states on the 30th of april and no australian release date for us here so keep an eye out i'm sure it'll be coming our way very soon yeah 
Yeah. All right. So, so um, a great so feel-good movie for the, for the ages. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was Trailer Park. That was. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were joking or being serious. No, so I'm, tra- I just I'm, tra- to I'm roll sort of it. trying to lighten my own mood. Okay. Fish. Good. Well, I, we... I scream fish. Fish. Salmon. Fish. Fish. Call back. There we go. Salmon. Salmon. Salomon Grundy. Salamander. Salomon Grundy. Born on a Tuesday. <laughs> married on a Wednesday. Got his license on a Friday. I can't remember the rest. No, I don't know it. I don't know it. All right. Uh, Got disemboweled on a Saturday. Done? We're done? Yeah, We're done? Yes. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that now means it's time for the part of the show we like to call Captain America. I mean, popcorn culture. <laughs> Captain Midnight. Wow. <laughs> You try to replace popcorn culture yeah. with something else, no. because that would be very <laughs> only for the next five weeks. Very appropriate. Yeah, only for the next. <laughs> it would be very appropriate considering what you know what's actually going on in the show. Yeah, spoilers. <sighs> spoilers. Yes. So it's that time of the week where we like to dive into our thoughts on the latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which aired on Disney+. And, uh, yeah, this episode is called The Star-Spangled Man Uh because it's uh, a lot about uh, Captain America. The new Captain America. The new Captain America, John Walker, but also about uh, Steve's legacy, Mm -hmm. his influence and impact on Sam and Bucky. Yep. And uh, the fact that uh, Isaiah Bradley exists, which we will go into. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he is now MCU canon. Um, there is a lot to unpack in this episode. A lot happened. Oh, yeah. It was hugely emotional for me. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. Yeah, it was some hard-hitting moments. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you guys want to talk about first? Fulia, was there a... Was, where do you want to? St- I don't know. Where do you want to start with this? Um, let's just start with the fact that John Walker is nervous about doing all this publicity stuff for the government, um, and the fact that he did this huge stadium interview on Good Morning America. Yeah, at, uh, he, at his former high school. Yeah. Nice cross promotion. <laughs> Disney at work Um, and it's it's interesting to see that he like it's almost like he's going through the same thing that Steve went through when he first became Captain America yeah in the sense that he was also doing all these publicity things well yeah they even had a reworked musical version of the Star Spangled Man Mm. um, from Captain America First Avenger. Yeah. So the music over the, the Marvel Studios credits was was that tune, mm. which is very clever. Yeah. Uh, and then you sort of you see you see that he's he's not loving it because it's not what he signed up for. <laughs> 
No. No. no he's it's... like, I want to get to the real job. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. what he essentially says. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of nice to, to hear and see that um, when it comes down to it, John Walker kind of has, uh, you know, noble intentions mm-hmm. uh, in terms of what he wants to achieve with his military career. So that's good. Yeah. For, for starters. <laughs> but then it gets worse from there. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll later. talk about it. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, and then we get to the part where he's actually being interviewed, and the answers he gives to the questions mm. um, is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what were they, Kendall? What were they? Um, well, I'm. Mean, you know, he <laughs> he was talking like I don't know. He was he was he did a really good job of of playing up the role for the cameras, like you know, being humble, being being humble but being you know cheesy as well, and then you know, just talking about I don't the, the look the to be honest, the part about this opening that really affected me. Well, two things I took away from it. One was the fact that this is when we find out that John Walker actually doesn't have any powers yeah he's just an he's just a, a a really good soldier yeah like exceptional um but the main thing i took away from it was just when the when the camera cuts to bucky's face yeah and his mouth is agape and he's just in pure shock and and john walker's talking about how he never met steve rogers didn't know him Followed his career, in, you know, as Captain America with the Avengers and looked up to him um, and felt felt as if he were like a brother. Oh, yeah. And draw. Nah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's, look, he has good intentions, but, and he's just, I guess he's just doing the best with what he's got to work with what the government is telling him to work with. Like, we don't know how, we don't really know just yet how much of John Walker's motives are his own or the, the government's, you know, yeah. really, we haven't seen him really, um, talk with anyone else out, outside of him and his, his, uh, buddy Lamar Hoskins, Battlestar. Um, Mike, what were your thoughts on, on this, um, cool little backstory on John Walker? Um, yeah, it was definitely something that we needed just to set up um, what was going on, uh, considering yeah. uh, the big bombshell that ha- happened at the previous mo- uh, previous episode, uh, where we, where we all said in a collective, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, <laughs> and what? how dare you stand where he stood? Yeah, <laughs> how dare you stand where I stood? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we all going, "You bastard." Yeah, <laughs> you you do not deserve his shield, and yeah, um, it was a good little insight of where he where his mindset is. Uh, he's doing he's trying to do this for the good reasons, but he's but as an audience member that that's been uh, living and breathing Marvel and Captain America is like that's not what Captain America represents. You. You you may have the good intentions, but essentially you're falling into the trap that previous Captain America did in the first movie, where he was supposed he was meant to be a puppet as a as a yeah. representative of what was going on, and not and not knowing like the the folly of war basically. And considering yeah. considering what has happened in the MCU of after after the blip, people coming back. 
people are, uh, uh, are unsure, insecure of what what's happening. So they, yeah, so they need this symbol. The uh, and yeah, it, it it definitely harkens to something. What um, it's a PR, basically a PR stunt. Of oh yeah, the, absolutely. Of what the government is doing is like, well, we need. Uh, we we need something like this to lift the spirits and also do some shady shit on the side, basically. So we we do yeah. we do have that we do have that thing uh, happening in the in the background. It's like, uh, yeah. it's like see this hand, see this hand. Don't look at the other one. Don't look at the other one. What we're doing. And yeah, yeah. And I'm happy that I was sort of right with Bucky, uh, and the reason why he 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 doesn't want to talk to Sam because because I think timelines are sort of where Sam sort of gives up the, the shield and he sort of sees that as as an affront to what happened well, of uh, of Steve and what Steve yeah. su- mm-hmm. suggested like you get he, he gave it to you and and just seeing him and just seeing him like just what watch is unfolding is sort of really heartbreaking especially oh it's so heartbreaking yeah yeah and and probably one of the reasons why he he didn't want to talk to Sam or meet up with Sam or even had that sort of uh, meeting that we had. But I'm glad we had the meeting yeah. in this episode. It just, it was just all those two, and uh, and uh, I oh, was yeah. really enjoying it. And yeah. yeah, so I'm sort of in the mindset of yeah, I'm sorry for uh, John Walker being in the position that he is, but. He, the way things I'm thinking that are going, it's probably going to be, well, he probably is going to turn bad, maybe because you know, because <laughs> Sam and Bucky are not giving him like anything. They're just seeing him as an obstacle, and and he's going to be built up in a position where he says, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> well, I mean, they're off to a bad start, just you know, through no fault of anyone, just because he's masquerading as Captain America. Yeah. Like, it's not because it's John Walker, it's because it's he's Captain America, quote-unquote. Um, and that's just going to, you know, rub Sam and, and Bucky the wrong way, regardless. Mm. Um, and But then, you know, John keeps trying to, you know, uh, make amends with them, work together with them, help out genuinely. Um, but because of what he's trying to represent, it just, and then as we go through the episode, I think you kind of learn that he's, you know, I mean, we get to a point at the end where, where the, where, where, um, Sam's like, you guys work for the government. You have rules of engagement. You have people telling you what to do. We're free agents. We can't work together. Yeah. And, and then John Walker's like, word of advice, stay the hell out of my way. And that's when the turning sort of starts to happen because you're like, yeah. okay, there's clearly going to be something else going on. And my and I said this in my ramble video, basically that, um, yeah, he's he's gonna that they're all it's all connect. Everything is gonna be super connected and will intersect soon. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, John Walker's gonna get powers and turn bad, like his comic book counterpart. Uh, U.S. agent. So um, does he? Yeah. I, I feel like he's gonna end up getting the the serum that these um, these flag smashers are. Yeah. 
are using. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Speaking of the flag smashers, um, mm. we got a, a bit of a different perspective on mm. them this week. Uh, you know, last week we kind of thought that they were the, the radical terrorist group that would be the villains for this series, but uh, that may or may not be the case. Um, because you get to see their perspective of what they're doing and why. Um, more so the why as opposed to the what. Like, uh, you know, their whole philosophy of one world, one people was really powerful. Um, you can totally relate to the fact that they just want uh, the planet to be united um, as one people. Um, like, that's a noble sentiment. It really is. And we said it last week. Um, and, you know, but clearly they're going about it in in a way that they think is going to make change, but it's not. Um, because they're being oppressed by the by the governments of the world who are not looking at, as, as um, Carly, their leader, says, you know, they're not looking after the people that stayed behind during the blip they're looking after the people who came back they're not they're not giving a crap about them so that's their motivation to in their call to action um but yeah i think that um clearly after last week we saw once we we saw one enhanced being and now this week we're seeing a whole stack more mm. um my 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 thoughts are that the those vaccines that they stole were actually serums for abilities yeah. From, from the power broker um, who makes his quote-unquote first appearance um, in this episode where, you know, they're being... The Flag Smashers are being chased by uh, by some baddies and um, one of them gives his life to so the others can get away. Um, and, yeah, you don't know whose side you're supposed to be on in that moment. I think that's really, really clever. Mm. Um, Fully, what do you think of the Flag Smasher stuff this week? Um, yeah, like, I'm still trying to understand what they're trying to achieve. Um, but I kind of understand their their sentiment about just trying to get everyone and everything back to the way it was before the blip. Mm. Um, but it's not going to be the same. And it, because it's it's kind of like it's kind of like us in reality with the whole lockdown situation and the COVID thing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's going to be the same again. No. There's going to be new laws and regulations about health and safety in any kind of workplace in, and in just in general life. Um, so the fact that these guys are trying to make it in, in the film in in the series, trying to go back to the way it was before the changes before the you know this whole event happened. Um, it's, it's not going to be easy for them, but, and I feel like they're going about it the wrong way. Um, and they're, they're hurting people along the way as well. Um, it's, it's not, it's, it's not something that's done safely. They're doing it because they want the power. They want the power back in their own hands. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a little confused as to why they're going about it in this direction rather than a different direction. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. They're my thoughts. Fair enough. On the Flag Smashers, how about you, Michael? Hmm. I'm probably going to chuck a cat amongst the pigeons here, but um, 
but you know uh, i know we're not supposed to talk about politics and shit like that but when you <laughs> when you're dealing with a, a superhero called captain america and his aesthetic is the american flag i think you are bound to have political criticism thrown at you yes but and mm-hmm. um and with the flag smashers uh i want to push back with what you said fulia that they actually hurt people uh that they only hurt certain people because they f- find them as a threat especially with um uh oh that the fir- the the character in the first episode where he got his basically thrown to the floor uh and um yeah Tor- torres torres lieutenant um, torres yeah i think that was pro- i don't know i it could be said that that could be like a defense mechanism because he did pull a gun on on this guy uh for no apparent reason and he said i don't know what the jurisdiction here is it's like of course you don't it's a, it's in a different country and and considering they don't believe in like um like jurisdictions or banners or anything like that that then they had uh, the guy had to take him down because yeah he pulled a gun gun on him and talking about guns it, it's it's kind of funny that we see the new captain america have a pistol uh, and considering what steve rogers was all about is actually having the shield as some sort of weapon but as a defense defense thing as well. Yeah, he was more he he was more about um, hand to hand combat rather than wep- like weaponry. The only weapon yeah. was his shield, but that was also yeah. there to protect him. <clears throat> well, yeah. yeah, Steve. I mean, in in First Avenger, he does use a gun. He does for a little bit, yeah. but then yeah, for the ever since he came out of the ice, he yeah, you're right. He only really used his shield and you know his his fists and and whatnot. Yeah. to fight, which is you know I think spoke a lot to him uh, and his character. Yeah, and, and sorry, going on these flag smashers of what's happening here, uh, um, yeah, uh, they they would think it's going towards a good cause of what they're, what they're actually doing, but it could be questionable to certain people. And I think this is what this TV show is all about. It's, it's all about perspective, and it's either you agree with th- these type of people or you don't. Um, it's going to be hard to pinpoint of what, what the, who the real villain is here, here because... Sure, you have good intentions, but you're going the wrong way about it, and especially with John Walker in, in with the mix. I actually know uh, a, a brief summary of what happens to him in the comic comics. And, yeah, they could be going down that route, but you, they could completely change it. I mean, even... even uh, uh, with those subtle cha- changes, especially what's going on at the moment, and with the flat flag smashes... Um, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that they, that they hold up at a basically a volunteer of where where they want to go. It's like they have these volunteers all around the world. It's like I I believe in your fate. It's sort of like you are the Robin Hood, you are whatever, and they sort of praise these guys of what what's going on, and and it's really it's really cool that they're actually dealing with um. Uh, of what happens in the blip as well and especially the dynamic between who got blipped and who didn't um like we saw like we sort of see saw it in a wonder vision between howard and and um uh that's his name howard dickhead howard where where he just you mean hayward hayward howard what am i thinking howard hayward 
yeah, Agent Hayward, where he just threw it, threw it in their faces, like you don't know what, what it was like uh, during this. It's like that's a bad representation of who who got left behind. Yeah. And maybe a flag smashers had sort of noble things. It's like well, it was sort of good because it it wasn't overpopulated. We we could actually feed everyone. We could actually house everyone, and all of a sudden. 50% of the population just came back just overnight and everything went went shit and it's sort of understandable of what, what would happen um, and going on to real life sort of thing you can pro you can probably see like the flag smashes sort of are a sort of representation of what's um, Antifa and also uh, Extinction Rebellion is basically this organisation that's sort of unorganized because it's only a handful of people they don't really have that they, that many resources and and all they have is a name alone so it's either you turn them into like a sort of um like a super group or you turn them into the bad guy and what's re what's really interesting is they're really just a bunch of people just just they've got a belief and it, it's whatever you think about their belief it's like it's either a good thing or a bad thing and you can put them up in a pedestal of absolute evil or they're doing the lord's work so and it's kind of cool what they're what um disney basically is doing with this particular season and and i think it would be good to stop right there because <laughs> this is all all to do with speculation because we don't know what's going to hap happen at the end are they going to be the ultimate baddie or they're not yeah yeah no that's true i i personally don't think there will be um i think the big the big bads are definitely leaning more, more towards uh john walker and the power broker for me and then of course uh we finally got our first glimpse at zemo yep <clears throat> uh right at the end of the episode because, um, yeah, because basically now that uh, Bucky and Sam know that the Flag Smashers have gotten abilities from somewhere, they need to find someone who has that kind of intel that would know where this power would come from. And because Zemo, obviously, in Civil War was, uh, you know, one of the big things he learned about Hydra after um, the events of Winter Soldier was the, you know, they, the, the Winter Soldier program, they tried to make all these Winter Soldiers that we saw in Civil War and then it turned, in, turned into that big fake out um, <laughs> um, to break the Avengers apart. But anyway, uh, yeah, so they're like, let's go see Zemo. And then we get um, a brief shot of him at the end of an episode. So that was really cool. Really looking forward to seeing him. Um, wondering how he's going to get out of, out of the jail, though. Yeah, it's real Hannibal Lecter vibes right there, and <laughs> I, I I reckon there is probably going to be like a prison breakout, especially especially yeah with Bucky and Sam because they there'll be something they, they need him. They'll probably yeah they'll probably need him for something. It'll be like freaking Thor breaking Loki out of prison in the Dark World. Like I need you. Like I'm I know I'm the good guy, but I'm gonna do a bad thing because it's for the greater good. The greater good. Uh, the greater good. <laughs> the greater uh, good. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, another cool reveal in this episode was, of course, um, the you know the revelation that was Isaiah Bradley, um, and that was yeah heavy stuff. 
<clears throat> so, for those who don't know, he's a character in the comics um, who was uh, Captain America at one point. He was uh, injected with the Super Soldier Serum um, after Steve was. Uh, and uh, I think it was after Steve went on, went on ice. And, um, yeah, they tried to re replicate and recreate Erskine's formula, but it didn't work. On so, and so many people died, and Isaiah was the only one that survived. Um, and so they've brought this into MCU canon with him existing, and clearly his backstory is going to be very similar, if not the exact same. Um, and, yeah, he and Bucky had a... <coughs> excuse me. He and Bucky had an encounter during the Korean War in the early 50s. Um, so there's a lot of tension there, obviously. Um, but uh, the huge talking point is the fact that um, he was kept secret from everyone. Uh, the world does not know he exists. And um, Sam especially was very, very upset by this. Uh, and yeah, understandably so. Just it was it was brutal and heartbreaking. And, and then, you know, Steve, clearly Steve didn't know because Steve would have... I mean, I want to say Steve would have done something about it, maybe. But then again, apparently Steve knew that Bucky killed uh, Howard and Maria Stark and never said anything. So, uh, yeah. But the fact that the world didn't know at large and Bucky's like, well, we he was already going through enough. We can't, we can't do this to him, you know. Can't put any more on him. But, man, that was heartbreaking to see him um and i hope he comes back at some point because that that whole story is so interesting um and relates so hardcore to what is going on right now in terms of sam not being um sam not being captain america um yeah what did you guys think about this whole sequence um with isaiah bradley i think it was it was really tough to watch mm. um, because you could you could see that Isaiah is just not having just not having it at all. He doesn't want to talk about it. He's had enough. He wants to just live his life, um, and no matter what anyone says, he's just not going to listen to him. Yeah, he's he's had it. He's done. Yeah, um, been through hell. So you can you can see that. He, how much pain he's gone through and the fact that he was thrown in prison mm. for 30 years um for being a superhero <laughs> yeah ridiculous. which is really shocking yeah um and it was and i can i can from from the conversation it's it's very race related as uh, well yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. This whole show is, is really starting to go that way, which yeah. is, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so that, that topic is always very difficult to talk about. And so the way that they're going about it in this show is actually really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, and super important and, and smart, especially because they would have known how many people were going to watch this. So I love the fact that they're taking advantage and using their position to, to tell uh, these stories that uh, reflect what's actually going on in society and the way people are treated because of their color of their skin. Yeah, so exactly. This is this is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it that that's a it's a very in a, a very emotional scene. 
Mm. Um, I get where he's coming from. Um, I probably would have been, I would have been the same, like going, going through that kind of trauma. I don't think I'd want, I don't want, I don't want to bring it up anymore. I don't want to relive it in any way. way. So yeah, totally understand where he's coming from, but hopefully maybe Sam can get through to him in some way, uh, in a, maybe in a later in a later episode I hope so I, I hope don't know because so, he didn't give Sam the time of day no and I feel like Sam, if anyone was going to bring him around in that scene it was going to be Sam but he just didn't want to have any mm. of it Mike what are your thoughts yeah um, always a tricky su- subject race um, especially especially in the in media as well I mean there's a good representation there's also bad representation and, and you can sort of see it in this as well uh, good and bad um not not the actual show but uh it sort of set you up for the for this sort of um uh issue because you start with sam uh with the boy on the so- side of the road saying hey black falcon is and it's like hey uh what what, you, what did you call me black you're black falcon aren't you it's like well because i'm black and that conversation sort of leads you to this particular thing because you know he he's a small child he that's that's he he needs uh, he was taught to see race is important but it's not important to an actual like superhero i mean sure we we have um in comic in, in the comics of course you get you get all the sort of black representation but they need to be called black like you got uh because you got like Black Panther, which sort of self-explanatory, but you also got like Black Lightning, and you got, and they they need to be represent, uh, they need to be like um, uh, represented by their race, which it shouldn't it shouldn't be, because you know it's Falcon, it's not Black Falcon, and it sort of sets you up for the Isaiah um, conversation where. Yeah, um, Isaiah is like a, a fairly new, new to the comics. Uh, I think the run was like in two thousand and three. I think it was. So it's fa- okay. fairly, fairly new. So it's kind of cool that they actually put it in there, and rightly so. I, I, I was, I was sort of skeptical um, that they would actually go this depth into it, uh, considering what happened in the previous episode where they're talking talking to the bank manager is like uh um funds always tighten up around us and it's like yeah it's sort of scratching on Mm. the surface of sort of race race issues but they sort of go right into it especially with this one it's like like and even sam sort of just yells at bucky is like you mean there was actually a black superhero and no one told me or even the world that there was some yeah. someone like that who could have been could have been someone special, especially to uh, uh, someone growing up uh, as as a black man in in this world, and and just fucking cherry on the cake of those cops just just turning up. Uh, oh, oh, fucking hell! Yeah, that was tough. I was just. I don't know why I'm getting all emotional because considering I am a white person, but especially uh, after the couple of years of what's been going on in the world it's just and that shit happens all the time especially especially um especially in america but also in australia as well that 
people, I, I don't know why, but pe people still do like, like racial profile people. They see see something that they that they don't know, and and I yeah, and a lot of um, uh, uh, black um, celebrities as well. So sort of see it as well as like they they get pulled up by the cops and then they realize it's like oh you're a celebrity you're okay it's like oh fucking hell and that and shit does happen it. too yeah and yeah and you see it in this show like exactly that like they didn't recognize Sam at first and, then... and it was just it was just a throwback to last week as well like it connects the how the how the banker was like so happy to be in the presence of Falcon, but like when it came down to it, he's like, I can't give you a loan because you're black really. And and now this week we have cops who want to start some shit with Sam because he's black. And then they're like, it's like, I like how Buck, I like how, how Bucky went to bat for him. He's like, do you even know who this is? Mm. Um, and then they realized, and then they backed off, but like, yeah, it's just it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. But I'm so glad that this show is doing this. It's like yeah, yeah. It's it's so important. But it's so it's so tragic that it it happens every day, somewhere in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, ten four. We've got a loud black man walking down the street. A loud black man. Because <laughs> he was just yelling at Bucky. It's like that's yeah. That's, that's all he does, and. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he did, and and top it all off, uh, Bucky got arrested. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, which was hilarious. It, it's also hilarious. It's like, well, he, uh, well, of course, he's a white man, so you're being very polite. It's like we just need to put these um, handcuffs on you, Mister Black Man. We're uh, not gonna yeah. bend. We're not gonna bend you over on on the <laughs> and and spread your legs and check check you don't have knives or anything like that shit. Ah. Uh, which is kind of redundant, yeah. considering that Bucky is a <laughs> is a super soldier. He can sort of say, "You do know I can actually break these apart." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I am. You know what I can do. Like, why are you even bothering? It's like, well, just for looks. <laughs> just like, for looks. <laughs> you're just doing it because you because you're in front of a black man. It's like everyone gets treated the same. Wink, wink. Uh, so I reckon there's probably going to be more more to Isaiah as well. I yeah. Think I think there's probably yeah. going to be a fa flashback, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Considering we're, we're de dealing that. with flashbacks with Bucky and, and his stuff. so Yeah, dream sequences. Because so, like, I, I feel like um, the reason Bucky knew where Isaiah was and uh, probably has something to do with his um, amends list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he's probably one of the names on it. Yeah, and also just to add, his grandson, I reckon, um, he apparently he's part of the Young Avengers as well. Yes, yes, he yeah. is. Yeah, so they're so set, might be setting up that to. Young Avengers. I mean, you really are. I mean, you got You're going for it. You got the Tommy and Tommy and Charlie, whatever their fucking name is. <laughs> Tommy and Tommy. <laughs> and you also Billy. Got, yeah, Billy. And you got little Hawkeye, and you got little Ant Lady, and you got you got all them. You know, names the faces. Yeah. You know, they're all <laughs> happening. They're all happening. They're, they're all setting up Young Avengers. They're all setting up yeah. the West Coast Avengers. They're going to have more yeah. content. More. Yes. More. 
More, 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 more. All right. Um, one big thing we need to discuss before we wrap up our discussion um, is just the fact in general that we got to see Sam and Bucky together in this episode. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. Um, for good and for all- bad. For good yeah. and for bad. Every minute they were on screen together it was just wonderful to see whether they were, you know, sassing each other like crazy or screaming at each other um, or just, you know, <clears throat> joining forces to fight against the Flag Smashers. Like that, that fight sequence on top of the trucks was really, really great. And the banter that led up to it and followed it was also very fantastic. Um, and, you know, the, the introduction of the big three. Yeah. <laughs> Androids, aliens, and wizards. Um, that was very amusing. Uh, yeah. Some of the yeah, most funniest moments of this episode all came from the two of them bouncing off each other. And it's the huge reason why this show, I think, A, got greenlit, and B was going to be a success because yeah. because Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan absolutely freaking kill it. They have great great chemistry with each other. Um, and yeah, I just love the way their characters collide. Um, and for me, the fact that Bucky the entire episode was just going on and on about shouldn't have given up the shield. Steve wanted you to have it. All this stuff. And, and then, then to it, come to the therapy session. Oh my god. Yeah. I yeah. I was like having the feels big time when when Bucky said if Steve was wrong about you, then he was wrong about, about me. me. Yeah. That broke me. Yeah. That broke me because all Bucky wants to do now is to be good and to make up for his mistakes and the awful things he did and Steve is a Steve is the main reason that that's even happening. Is because Steve was the first person to give him a second chance, mm. and now he's gone. Um, I feel like he's definitely gone at this point, um, even though they haven't explicitly said either way. But he's, he's on the he's moon. Remember, he's on the moon. He's on the moon. <laughs> he's not around, and and so with the one person who always believed in him gone, who's left to believe in him now? Um, you know, he doesn't, he, he's trying to reintegrate into society and it's, you know, not going great. And he doesn't get along with Sam anyway. And then he gives up the shield on top of that, which just adds to his, you know, anxiety and, and awful way of thinking that he, he doesn't feel like he, maybe he has any self-worth because he did all these awful things, even though it was against his will and he was brainwashed. He's like, but I was, you know, I and still re- did that. I wrote. I remember. Yeah, I was about the same. I remember everything. Yeah, I remember. He remembers everything. Mm. So it's just so, it just tears you apart, and especially the way Sebastian Stan delivers that line too. I, oh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. It was so. It was so good. But then, by the same token, Sam countering it with, you know, did you ever just stop to think for um, one second that I was doing what I thought was right? Yeah. So. I mean, not as strong as arg- an argument as Bucky has, but you can under- you can kind of understand where he's coming from. And it's what I've been saying for a while, that Sam doesn't think he's worthy of this, this mantle that is Captain America. We know, we, we clearly know he doesn't think that. So, but Bucky believes in him because, yeah. Sam, because Steve did. Um, and because if he doesn't believe in what Steve believed in, then who is he? Um, yeah, powerful stuff. 
Like they balance the drama and the humor in this show perfectly. What did what did you guys what did you guys think of the the Sam Bucky action this episode? For you? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Like I I think I said it in last week's episode that this would be the episode we'd see them together. Mm. Um, and I I was right, and I was very happy to see that. Um, because if they held off any longer, it would have been ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, you're, you're right. They have a great, they have a great chemistry. Um, that, that therapy scene, um, I, I absolutely loved how it started where they were just, you know, arguing and sassing each other out and just being all macho about the whole thing and, um, especially when the, the therapist is like, all right, turn around, face each other. You're going to look into each other's eyes. And then they soul gazing, soul gazing, which then she realizes, are you two just having a staring contest? <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Yeah. And then they're like, she's like, snap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and just the fact that the doc, the doctor was just like, look, there's obvious tension here. You two need to talk it out. Yeah, and that's when they start talking they about yeah. uh, all of you know what they're feeling about this whole situation, and it was yeah. it's definitely uh, definitely emotional and just really heartbreaking. Yeah, to hear. Yeah, um, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, man, oh. well done on their performances. So great, so good, um, and. I absolutely cannot wait to see more of yes. what they get, what they get up to in the next few episodes. Yes. <laughs> I know. Oh man, Michael, what did you think? Yeah, I reckon fantastic. Uh, I knew that those two pairing uh, would be absolutely fantastic because the chemistry they have off screen as well is absolutely yeah, awesome. very true. They get along. They yeah. get along well in real life. Yeah, if you've seen like their um, interviews, especially with. Um, uh, their press junkets with, with yeah. uh, Infinity War and uh, Endgame. Well, probably less Endgame and Civil Civil War and Civil War as well, where they 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 sort of go they sort of go off each other. It's really really great, and that they just hmm. take the absolute piss out of Tom Holland as well, which is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's it's freaking hysterical. <laughs> you need your juice, man. <laughs> Tom Holland needs a juice box like every every, every 15 minutes. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, the banter they have between each other is absolutely fantastic. I was laughing like w- with every quip, every joke. No, no, none, oh, of, me too. none of it fell flat. Um, <laughs> uh, they're trying to <laughs> one up each other, and it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, the, where are you going? There's only two of them out there. Oh, look. Oh, oh, six. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I, I really enjoy this show where, where they have one one action set piece like uh, in every episode. I, I think that's great. Instead of like leaving up to like a huge cassandra. There's probably going to be a hu- huge um, action bit at, at the end of the ep- end of the series, but. But but I think it's kind of cool. They're actually one set piece for each for each uh, episode. That'll be awesome. It's like yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and when especially yeah, I really I really enjoyed the sort of the um the uh, 
the therapy scene, especially with both of them. It's and they turned it into like a couple's therapy, something that they need, something to, to, mm. to patch mm. up and also uh, break down and build up is always always good. And just where they are and just leave everything on the table. And I think going forward, they're just gonna rebuild together. And yeah. And that's great. And yeah, it completely broke my heart when when Bucky said if he was wrong about you, who was wrong about me? It's like, yeah, that's the reason. That is the re- reason why you're doing this, Bucky. And he needs yeah. that reason again. And the the only person who who can help him is Sam. And they need like, oh my god. <laughs> For some, they need each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, for some reason, uh, a Frodo needs it. Needs his Sam, and that got me thinking oh. Lord of the Rings. And then I was <laughs> thinking Hobbit, where <laughs> Hobbit sort of turns up in this episode. Yes, <laughs> which yes. I actually, Bucky Bucky read the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, I, I sort of have a quit. I sort of have a query for that because yeah, it came out on it came out in the UK in in uh, nineteen thirty seven. But it would have been in America in 1938. So how could he read that? Oh, yeah. And maybe, also, he, maybe he was in the UK and I, you don't know. Yeah, maybe. But he would have been 17 when he read it. And it was a kid's, it was a kid's book. Why would he be re- reading a kid's book at 17? Surely he'll be getting ready to go into the army. You don't know what his likes and hobbies are. Look at him were. in the first episode. He was like, oh, look at me. I'm Buck. I'm Bucky. I'm a big, strong boy. I don't need this kid shit. Why would I be reading about... about... Maybe that was his guilty pleasure. I'll probably just talk myself out of that Maybe, argument. yeah, see? <laughs> okay, you were right, Fulia. You're right. Happy? You happy now? I am. All right, fine. Bucky's a big nerd deep down. Yes, we love it. Yeah. How do you know about Gandalf? I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. he was reading Fabulous. The Hobbit while he was watching fucking uh, Wizard of Oz with with um, uh, Steve. Because they were friends. <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. He likes wizards yes. and shit. Nice. <laughs> he does. Fucking nerd. He does. But not sorcerers, because they're wizards without hats. Yeah. So they're different. Makes sense, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I think... <laughs> yes. Shorter beards. Um, okay. Uh, is that everything I think we've, we've, we've touched on? this? Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up? Mm, yeah. You know the main things. Yeah. Yeah, good big takeaways. It was a very good episode. So. I mean, I will mention at the start where they both go off when they first see each other, and they go off in the plane mm. to go to Munich, mm-hmm. and then you know the whole you know. So what's the plan? And then you know Sam just that jumps out. Good. It's like great. That was good from the moment they were in the plane because you they're staring at each other then, right? And then like they're waiting to see who gets up first. When, when Toro's is like, ETA one minute, and then, like, you see Bucky move to get up, and then he realises Sam's not getting up, so then he moves back. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sam gets up, and then he gets up. It's so great. And then the fact that, you know, he jumps out of the plane 
Um, and you remember, obviously, he's, he's got the serum, so he, he'll be Yeah, fine. I was going to say, it's like, he jumps out of the plane. But he was and so... Because like, they were flying so low, Torres is like, it's too low for a parachute. Shoot, and he's yeah. like, it's fine, I don't need it. But he was... <laughs> the look on his face, though, he was so like... He was uh, winded when he fell. Like, I'm, I'm, looking gonna... at, I'm looking at the picture right yeah, now. Yeah, The way that he... the just laying there looking up. I know, but even no, but even the look on his face before he jumped, he yeah. was he was like, I'm not. It was apprehensive, this, yeah. But I'm, yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna do this anyway. And we'll do it anyway. And then Sam comes in with his little red wing. He's like, <laughs> I saw the whole thing. <laughs> I got and that all on video. Which we should, we should mention that uh, uh, R.I.P. Red Wing. I know. Um, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, sure, probably... I'm sure. Which is, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll come back. Sorry to interrupt you all, all, all this time, but yeah, I think it's a good good thing that actually destroy it because uh, they were tracking Sam with with Red Wing. Yes, we found that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Walker and and um, Lamar Hoskins were track using what they called government property, um, which under the Sokovia Accords, yes, technically is correct. Um, so they they used Red Wing to find out where where Sam and Bucky were, and that's how they ended up on the the trucks mm-hmm. with them uh yeah so yeah i guess there won't be any of that anymore but sam still has the wings i don't know if they can track his wings maybe nah i think I they're know. just wings okay he drank a lot wings. of red bull <laughs> he did <laughs> hey. sponsors <laughs> all right well i think that might do it then mm-hmm. for our winter soldier chat falcon and the winter soldier episode two the star spangled man out now on disney plus please go watch it if you haven't and i'm sorry if we spoiled it hashtag also not sorry <laughs> keep up because, you know obviously we're gonna spoil it um but yeah yeah great episode can't wait for next week we're almost halfway yeah already thaddeus ross at has least got a turn up yeah yeah probably thunderbolt ross might be making an appearance yeah That'd be really cool to see. Um, I want. I hope we get some Sharon Carter action next week. Yes, it's true. I she's the only big one that hasn't rocked up yet, really. So that we know that's going to be like for sure in it. Um, but yeah, Zemo yep. next week though at least. Yep. Zemo. Zemo. It's Zemo week. Zemo. <laughs> yeah. Zemo week. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's uh, wrap up popcorn culture now. Dun mm-hmm. dun dun dun. And that means it's now time to check in with Fred. All right. It's been a busy week for me. Um, I have, uh, let's see, I have this podcast. Monthly's coming out this week, yep. which is going to be awesome. We're convincing each other again to watch movies. I'm so curious to see how that's going to pan out. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. Stay tuned for that. Um, there's heaps of action going on on YouTube right now. Um, with, uh, you know, some, some reviews and some reaction videos. Um, and I will let Mike talk about what he did, but, um, I, uh, there, I did a reaction video as well for, uh, the Suicide Squad trailer, which is a lot of fun to film. Uh, very good trailer and I think yeah I liked my reaction so um, so yeah so c- please go check that out now uh, and then if you missed it from last week there is also the Fearsome Friday uh, Fred Watch episode with me and Wayne discussing our thoughts on Friday the 13th part 3 
which was a lot of fun. If you haven't checked that out yet, please go and do so. Um, is that everything? Yeah, I think that's everything I've got going on right mm-hmm. now. Fulia, what about you? Uh, just doing the usual streaming over on Twitch uh, and also uh, the YouTube stuff. So please go uh, check that out. Foolish Fuji uh, on Twitch and on the uh, on the on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, the monthly will be coming out this week, so please stay tuned. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and um, yeah, I think in just that's pretty much like I'm not really doing much else um, in terms of you know just stuff, but. Uh, I, you know, on a personal note, uh, I will be going over to, uh, my best friend's, uh, house for some Easter fun, <laughs> for an Easter lunch. It's going to be good. Going to have a food coma by the end of it. Yeah. As, as always, whenever I go to their little events, mm. so much fun. Uh, and yeah, just, uh, I hope that everybody has a lovely Easter coming up next week yes yes whether you believe celebrate or or whatnot um yeah happy easter yes and just eat lots of chocolate eggs yeah just Just eat all the chocolate eggs (laughs) chocolate chocolate eggs and chocolate bunnies (laughs) what do you uh, eat the ears first or the butt first oh always the ears top top to bottom man yeah that's that's the only way that's the only way to eat your easter bunny that's for sure what about you, Michael? <laughs> well, well, with the uh, added bonus of having uh, having the question of what you eat first, uh, that's definitely a, a therapeutic um, like question as well, where where you give your patient the the rabbit and see what what they eat. As a, if they eat the ears first, they're maybe normal. Uh, if they eat the butt, uh, the bottom first, they they probably have like like a, a fetish. Um, tendencies <laughs> but but I'm but I'm completely different I I eat the eyes first and I scream at it stop staring at me like constantly over and over and, and you over eat the eyes first the nose is in the way no you eat the eyes you poke the eyes out and then you eat oh right <laughs> yeah and then you scream stop staring stop staring at me stop staring at me, at me. I am not I am uh, don't look at me like that and yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I'm normal, Emma. <laughs> Just bite its head off. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> and then I, yeah, and then I strangle it. It's like it's like, are you proud of me, Dad? Are you proud of me, Dad? Are you proud of me, Dad? Oh, constantly, constantly. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway. So, Michael, what is going on with your week ah, coming stuff. up? Well, with, with, with Fred. What's with Fred. going on with Fred? Uh, with Fred, <laughs> I, I, I've actually released a couple of videos on, on the Fred, Fred the Alien channel. Uh, my quickie review of uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, which, which I is, have watched, so it was really good. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, and yes, was, I watched it as well. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you. I wasn't really fishing for compliments, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're getting them anyway. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, it's just a quick review, and probably this week I'll do a very spoiler-heavy review because I think it's called for. Uh, because I have a lot of thoughts with with that movie as well. Some good, some bad, some indifferent. Um, another video is I also uh, uh, reacted to the Suicide Squad uh, uh, trailer as well. Uh, my version, as I say, and I'm looking at the numbers right now. 
Kendall, you are kicking my ass of the, <laughs> the viewer count. You have 62 at the present time, and I have 11. Uh, oh, wow. And you have, you have five likes, I have two. Uh, and uh, it, it's clear clear to me going through all the stats. Yeah, I'm clear. <laughs> it's clear clear to me now that people want to see women instead of my ugly face. And I, I kind of <laughs> oh, can. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I no. think I and I think I'll just stick to my lane. There we go. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. When we look, when we said, when I said, we'll we'll both do it. I will, I didn't even think about oh. What, what's going to happen with the views and the likes and the comments and stuff? I didn't even think about that. But your, I mean, your Mortal Kombat video is like doing so well. Like the views just keep climbing. That's because so. there's a woman involved. <laughs> so I don't know. I was, uh, you know, I'm surprised that ne- the, our reaction videos aren't seeing more momentum yet. But I am. Oh, look, I, maybe another thing about uh, my trailer getting more views, my my video is shorter than yours, so that could also be a factor. Yeah, it's true. I, I do tend to word salad my shit. <laughs> People don't want to <laughs> listen to that. But I no no, but your it was your reaction video was good. I liked it. No, thank you. And I've watched yes. yours too. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, even though you don't give a shout out to my video, and I gave a shout and out. And I <laughs> felt. I felt terrible when I I watched I watched it a couple of hours ago and and Mike's like oh yeah I'm sure Kendall will mention all of this no. and I'm like oh, I didn't do anything <laughs> another nail we'll to link, the coffin we'll link the videos I know. we'll link the videos at the end I didn't do any of that like, I I felt I said we will <laughs> I felt so bad I'm like oh why didn't I it s- will be done it's all good why didn't I do it. It's all good. It's funny to me. Uh, I'm sorry. I know. It's. Fu- I'm glad you find it hilarious. I mean, I, I, I kind of hinted at it at one point, but didn't go into it because I was like, no, I'm not going to. I'm just going to treat this like a normal video. And then, yeah. And then you're like two minutes into your video. You're like, this is my version. Kendall's doing her own. And I'm like, oh, I haven't mentioned it. <laughs> uh... I am the worst. You're not I'm the, the worst. worst. Anyway, no. Apparently, you're the best because you got 62 likes over my 11 likes. <laughs> so you're not the worst, Kendall. Uh, I am the no. worst. No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I think that's what we're. It's that's amazing. our uh, weeks that are about to be <laughs> in Fred. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up with Fred. Yes. yes. So make sure you'll be subscribed to the Freddy Alien production cha- channel on YouTube for for mm. my video for um, uh, Godzilla <coughs> vs. Kong. Very spoiler heavily, you have been warned. Yes. Yes, you have been warned. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. All right. Shall we wrap it up, children? Yes. 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 All right. And a one and a two. And a three. And, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get 
Apparel, home decor, bags and stationery with our unique Freddy Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows and more. That was a Fred plug. Yes, I've been a Kevin Richardson. I've been a Fulvio Cantaramaggio. And I've been the Polka Dot Man and I want to die. Oh, no. <laughs> and you, you just, just experienced, experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Hey, yes we are. Hey. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Daylight savings next week. Oh, crap. Oh, is it happening over Easter? Yep, Easter Sunday. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> oh, Lordy, Lordy. So that means we have to wait an extra hour to eat our chocolate. That's not, yep. that's not good. But we get an extra hour of sleep. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's yeah, my favourite time of the year. I'll be working this Easter. Aww. Aww. Well, I'm working Easter Sunday as well, actually. And the and Easter Monday. Mm. I work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. The whole kit and caboodle. The whole kit and caboodle. Well, you're going to get a lot of money, though, so that's good. Oh, yeah. Yes. And on, <laughs> and on the third day, I rise. Ah, Jesus thanks for listening everybody remember to eat beef thank you but not on Friday and chocolate no not on Friday Friday. not on Friday eat fish eat fish be a pescatarian on Good Friday on Good Friday (laughs) yes get your fish and chips (laughs) yes oh what a good combination and and fish sea (laughs) salmon fish salmon Salmon. (laughs) Salmon.